Fresh like I just got a contract. Fresh like I just got a max. Roll up this, we ballin' to the max. Fresh like I got a contract. Moving through the city, we be going. What's up, fans? We are here. We are back. It is going to be an amazing night. Hold on, wait a minute. Y'all hear that? Hold on, that ain't me. Oh, my bad. Sorry. Uh, had the had the YouTube on my bad. But anyways, welcome to Hoops and Brews, man. We got a special episode for you guys. A NBA draft special. We got Chris Kidd here. We got Pavy here. We got Daniel Belts here. Ashley Nicole's coming through. We never know who might come through next on the show. So if you actually are one of the homies and you would like to come talk NBA draft, feel free to hit me up on Twitter right now. If you're watching right now, feel free to drop a like on this. We're going to have a very interesting show because I actually have been doing a lot of draft research over the past couple weeks. I'm not known as a guy that watches a lot of college uh, you know, basketball, but I've been watching a lot of tape, watching a lot of highlights, trying to kind of really understand these guys. I've been hearing a lot of what these guys have actually had to say. Um, so I think this is going to be a very interesting episode. So as always, I'm going to bring in co-host of the show, rapper extraordinaire, Pavy. Go ahead, talk to the people. Let them know how you're doing today. I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing great, man. I think we are... This is the dawn of a new era. I got some I got some all-time hot takes that I'm ready to drop today. Oh god. I got some all-time hot takes. I've been watching these guys. I've been watching these Michael Jordan. I've been watching oh gee, oh gee. I've been watching these guys. But anyways, we're going to move on to Daniel Belts. Daniel Belts, what's up? How you doing, man? How Pretty you feeling? Good. Pretty still, good. Are you still riding high off that Lakers uh championship win? How you doing over there? Still pretty drunk off champagne. The Lakers don't have a first round pick, so honestly, who cares about the draft? I'm just here to let you guys you know. You better care about the draft because you better hope that a lot of picks don't get sent in a way that is going to hurt you. Because I think a couple guys, a couple mega stars, are going to get dealt tomorrow. That's fair, but AD Braun being no, not at all. You know, you're not worried about Harden, Kyrie, and KD. I'm never, I'm never you're worried not, about a. You're not, you're not worried about JKK. I'm never worried about a team with James Harden on the team. I, I respect that. I have uh, historically named him as uh, Small Game James. But anyways, Daniel, how you doing today, man? Welcome to the show. Thank you for coming through as always um, on Hoops and Brews. How you feeling today, man? Pretty good. Um, ready to see Lamella Ball get drafted number one tomorrow night. Well, I mean, I, 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 you know, I be seeing a lot of stuff and I be wondering, like, are they trying to purposefully slander Lamella Ball and keep Lamella Ball down? Or 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 is he actually not good? Because I talked to Lavar last year, and Lavar told me last year. Lavar literally said Lamelo's gonna go number one. And I was like, you really think he's gonna go number one? He like, yeah, he been in Australia playing against grown men. You think he not gonna come to the NBA and be able to play? He's like, he's young. He's the best one of my sons. He yeah. literally called Lavar literally called all I mean, three of his sons lottery tickets. Right Jello is gonna make the league. Oh my bad. Right Jello now. gonna make the league, G, I'm and then all three of the ball brothers gonna right be. Now. What you mean? The it's number one pick is not saying anything? No, him, him Come on, man. Come him on, right man. Right now saying that he's the best one of my sons isn't really saying much right now. No, what do you mean? It's not How? The other one got drafted number two. And have you seen his work? Yeah. He was decent. He was decent. And then injuries messed the man up. Daniel, help me out here. We're not disrespecting Lonzo Ball today. Exactly. That's what we're not going to do. Work. I'm, just saying, I'm, I'm just saying that's not saying much right now. That said way more two years ago than, than like what that said. It today. don't matter. What do you mean he finna go number one? 
How did that? How did that not say a first lot? First of all, I don't think he should go number one. All right, man. You I understand. Wilding. I don't think he should all go right. number one. But, all right, but, you but we'll get into that later. But anyways, let's go ahead. Let's welcome Mr. Christopher Kidd, aka Norman Powell Jr. to the show. Chris, how you doing today, man? How you feeling, Broski? Feeling good. How it sound good? Oh yeah, you sound good now. Okay, you just cool, had man. an echo. Okay, go no, ahead. I fixed it. I fixed it. We good then. Perfect. Yeah. So what's up? How you doing today, man? Go ahead. Talk to the people. Let them know how you doing. I'm doing good. It's been a hasn't been a while, but you know it feels good to be back on the show with you guys, and I'm excited to talk some NBA. We're talking NFL a lot, but I also love the the NBA. It's it's I'm excited, man. This draft is is quite interesting. They don't have any elite superstars. You're lying. You're lying. They have two of them. They have two all time talents in this draft. They actually actually they have two all time talents in this draft. And actually, when we get to talk about my sleepers, you're going to really hear about some guys that I think are actually going to come in and change the league. And I think the Spurs are going to have another one. You said sleepers that are going to change the league? Wow. Yes, yes, yes. What do you mean? Draymond was a sleeper that changed the league. Draymond, nobody thought Draymond would be who Draymond is. I don't was know. Draymond, he... Draymond wasn't a sleeper? You're lying to me. I didn't you're... say he wasn't a sleeper. Okay, I just then. He so he, did he not change the league? I'm not, he didn't I, help Draymond. change the league? I'm not really sure Draymond was a sleeper. I Thank you, Carl. You wild. I don't think Draymond was. Draymond was a wild. Listen, Draymond was a highly decorated college player. Not like Draymond, like came out of nowhere. He was a highly decorated college player. Come on, now, now, now. Look, you thought Draymond was going to win Defensive Player of the Year? Listen, now I think people looked at his measurables and wondered if he would be able to um, last in the league. But Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say that like he came completely out of nowhere. He came from a program that's historically put together. Good NBA athletes, um, a mm-hmm. historic program, play under Tom Izzo. I wouldn't necessarily say he came just out of nowhere, but no, we didn't. Okay, 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 fine. He's not like Leslie Varner Jr. in the sense where he's coming out of nowhere and potentially might make the league. But let's not act like he was highly touted, like he was no, some he number one pick guy, of no, or, or Blake no. Griffin guy. But no. he still came in and he changed yeah. the league. I think that there are a few guys in this draft that can come in defensively and offensively and be generational talents. But let's go ahead. Let's bring Christopher Kidd back in. And then we're going to bring uh, Ashley Nicole in in a second. Uh, but um, overall thoughts on kind of what you expect from kind of um, the madness that has been going on. Do you think that any of the potential trades will affect what we're going to see tomorrow? Just from what Woj said that a lot of teams are trading tomorrow. He says expect a lot of actions for veteran players for first-round picks. I expect a lot of movement tomorrow, and I expect the four or five teams that are going to compete for a championship tomorrow to make a lot of moves. Including the Lakers? Of course, including the Lakers. Really? What what moves do you expect the Lakers to make? They don't have any picks, G. I don't Who know. Who trading? Well, Who tomorrow, trading? tomorrow the Schroeder uh, trade becomes official. Once, okay. we pick, once we pick 28. Okay. And there's rumors about the Lakers trying to expand that to get Kelly Oubre. Oh, okay. In that, that, in that, in that trade, the Lakers would have to trade with the Suns something. So Now, you know, that would be very interesting. That would be very, very interesting. There's Kuzma and the Knicks. Gee, the, the, G, right now. G, Tibbs do not want Kuzma. For what, though? Kuzma. Tom Thibodeau what, don't want Kuzma. Tom Thibodeau will have an aneurysm if Kyle Kuzma's on the side. If no, he wouldn't. No, yes, he wouldn't. G, what? Kuzma will compete. Kuzma, no. Let's, G, let's, let's, Tib, no, G, let's Tibbs relax. is going to have an aneurism on the sidelines no, if Kuzma's no, out there. No, no, let's relax. Kuzma competes. I don't think he's some. Um, that man going to have a cognitive decline if he stop it, G. No. Where, and where is, competes, and Kuzma, where are you, G? I heard you was trying to give away some uh, some uh, some PS5s and it never happened. 
and then he deactivated Twitter yesterday. Yeah, exactly, G. Come on, G. What you on? His agent bro? probably called him and told him like, "Yo, bro, delete Twitter for a couple days. You wild." <laughs> yeah. Like, but he why was, was like, he wilding though? Why was he no, wilding? No, it's like it's like it's it's like it's he, like been he like was just saying that. he was underestimated and. I no, feel him. Kuzma, he a champion. No, no, he a Kuzma, champion. No, Kuzma has been offering his opinions on things that like. So yeah. is Josh Hart. Do you care about what Josh Hart got to say? Josh Hart really don't offer his opinions on that much. Like Josh Hart offers. Gee, his that man's Josh Hart thing. said, if the Nets get James Harden, that's it's NBA over, things G. though. That's that's like that's on, like NBA stop, business. Kuzma, Kuzma, Kuzma was wild about other shit. Yeah, like whereas. Go yeah, ahead. Let's like, talk about it. What was he wilding about? I'm confused. What was he tweeting news or something? I'm not saying he got OnlyFans. No, uh, yo, low was, key, low key. That's gonna be the name of this episode. Cool is definitely, cool is definitely gonna be the first. That's not gonna be the name of this episode. We not name the episode. That. No, it's not. Cool definitely no, might be not. the first He's NBA player, the, the first active NBA player with OnlyFans to be like, yeah, I put my vlog up here. It's like, all right, G, we better not randomly see no, uh, uh, um, no uh, salami pics up there. But wow. <laughs> the, hey, shit, we've seen it before on Instagram. Uh, on Instagram, on Instagram, it's a lot of guys that didn't let it leak on Instagram. You but your own, bro. Exactly, bro. So, and also speaking of this, I was watching some draft coverage, and some of these young guys just be still getting arrested. G, it's like, how are you a first round potential pick, and you out here getting arrested? What is wrong with you, bro? You tweaking? You tweaking? But anyways, uh, Ashley Nicole, if she's ready, we're gonna bring her in right now. Let her uh, uh, grace us with her draft thoughts. Ashley, how you doing today? Well, What's up, guys? My bad. What's up? What up? I'm good. How are you guys? I'm Long time no see. Yeah, exactly. Um, so how's everybody doing today? We good? I'm good. I'm good. It's been it's been a crazy couple of days over here. It's been a lot. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little and if I look at my phone a lot throughout the phone throughout the show, I'm not being rude. I can get a tip like at any moment. So if I keep glancing at my phone, that well, is why. Before you tweet so, that, you better uh, say it. I want to hear that. <laughs> I know. I'll tell you guys before I tweet right, it. But cool. I'm just letting but you know. If I'm looking at my fine. phone, that's why. It's fine. <laughs> I can also just like solo put other people on the camera. But anyways, <laughs> we talking draft, NBA draft. LaMelo Ball, people feel he's going to be the number one draft pick. What are your thoughts about the NBA draft upcoming? Do you think we have any stars? Do you think LaMelo Ball is going to be a star? Do you think he's all hype? How, you know, what do you feel about it, Ashley? How do, you know, how do you feel? I wouldn't say he's all hype. I think the thing with LaMelo is the fact that he reminds me a lot, and I think Daniel could probably attest to this um, being a Laker fan. He reminds me a lot of a young Rondo in the sense that there are some things about him that he definitely has to work on. Like his jump shot, I think, definitely needs work. Um, he had, I believe his three-point percentage is not that great. I think it's like 30-something percent. Um, so he has things about him that I feel are going to be instant gratification in the NBA, whatever team he does end up going to. But there are going to be a lot of things that he has to work on his game about just much, much like Lonzo did when he came into the, into the league, there were things about him that were instant gratification, but there were a lot of things that he had to work on and he had to work on thoroughly. And you're really starting to see that manifest um, years after he got drafted. You're really starting to see him come into his own as a player. And I think he drastically has improved from when he got into the league. And I think you're going to see the same thing with LaMelo. I don't think I would say, though, that I think he is one of the most NBA ready overall players that we have in this draft. But I think there's a lot of good players in there. And I think people go with the famous name, of course. Um, you know, the Ball family is probably the most famous family in basketball and all the brothers and all the names. So people gravitate towards that. But there's a lot of um, good picks in this draft. If you know what you're looking for, and you know what your team needs. 
Yeah, I agree with you. Um, and I definitely actually, who is the most famous basketball family? It's got to be the Balls, right? No, it would be. definitely be the Balls. Well, the Curry family, yes, but I think from a standpoint the of nah, the Curry family, nah, no, yes, they're but not. They're, no, they're not. But here's the thing. Dale Curry thing. now it's G. Yeah, I, look, I'm gonna keep it G thing. with you. I'm gonna keep it G with you. Dale Curry not more famous than Levar Ball, G. Yeah. So the thing is, he's is not more Dale famous than Levar. He's no, not Dale more Curry famous than Big Ball. Huh? No, the Curry, the Curry family G, is is different G, because nah, you have. Gee, this man Lamelo in high school with his own reality show. Go ahead, Ashley. No, but also if you look, the Curry family is different from the Ball family because the Curry family, Del Curry, is from a whole generation, different generation of basketball, and then you have the brothers. Whereas the Ball family is the most recent, most famous family from you know Big Baller Brand to the reality show to all three of the brothers. The drama on and off the field with you know this girl, that girl, Lavar and them beefing, Lavar being on first take, hitting on Molly Quirm, and all that. I mean. It's that family is definitely the most famous family in basketball, without a doubt. So far, so far at least. I would go to Curry's. I just think that Dale Curry. <laughs> no, I, just, no, I just think Dale Curry, who, who arguably even Dale Curry was already known as one of the best shooters in NBA history before his son comes in. His Nobody's son, doubting talent, though. I'm not talking talent. Listen, I'm talking listen, notoriety. I feel you, but I feel like anybody who watched basketball in the '90s, you know the name Dale Curry. Yeah, but I mean, I was a kid in the '90s. How old were you? So, like, I'm talking. Okay, but people watching basketball now, the younger fans, millennial generation. If you ask them who to name all the Curries and to name all the balls, I'm pretty sure most people will be able to name all the balls. Okay, you know what I mean? I mean, first of all, their names all begin with the same letter. It makes it very, very easy. Like they're like the Kardashians of basketball, essentially. You know. I would say, at least. Right. <laughs> Which one would be Kim? That's the real question. Who's the Kim in the family? There is no LeVar. Kim. <laughs> no, LeVar. No. LeVar would not be Kim. LeVar is definitely Chris. Mello, yeah. LeVar is Chris. Yeah. I think that's disrespectful. I guess. LeVar the real Kim. question is, is I LeVar is Kim G. LeVar is definitely Kim G. Don't nobody. No, LeVar is nobody. G. Be nobody great. care. G. Great. Nobody would care about the Ball brothers if it was not for LeVar. Nobody Ball. would care about the Kardashians if Chris didn't tell them, make us sell that sex. To sell that sex tape. You. That's not. That's not a fact. G. Come on. <laughs> how the tape gonna get out? G. She gonna leak it herself? Possibility. G. They had a what is a Vixen deal? <laughs> If it deal, who you, you guys are wild right now. Gee, this, is a, <laughs> this is the second night in a row. We need to give you a nasty award. <laughs> so I'm the only one. All right, bro. Really? So really? Really? You didn't know they had a vivid deal? I know they had a deal, but that don't mean her mom facilitated it. Come on, G. So who did? We don't know. We don't know. How do you know? Gee, isn't it like a thing that is known that her mom was the one who broke the deal? Allegedly, like her mom because the internet said because the internet told you that. I mean, I guess <laughs> exactly. This is my point with the, this is my this is my exact problem with the media, G. With the internet, G. Because the internet told you that now now you believe that. Come on, G. Sound Stop me? that, G. When Sound have you me? ever heard her say that? Stop this. You ridiculous, bro. You're absolutely you know ridiculous. Know I know about Chris Jenner? Sound yeah. believable to me? You're absolutely she ridiculous. She is a master marketer. She, she can teach class. All right, G. Anyways, <laughs> we can move on. Anyways, let's go ahead. Will James Harden be dealt at the NBA draft? What do you guys think? No. 
Yeah, I'm going with um, I'm going with no. I think if we see any James Harden movement, it's gonna be after the draft or it's gonna be before the draft tomorrow morning afternoon. I don't think the draft is gonna be any indication, or rather, it's gonna have any bearing on whether or not or where James Harden goes. I think also, you know, I think a lot of people. It sounds good on paper sending James Harden to Brooklyn, but there's a few things that I'm concerned about. Well, for starters, most importantly, I think people don't realize the fact that Houston does not have to trade James Harden. Like, it's not like it's not like it's oh they have to trade him because he's demanding a trade. Like he can very much stay in Houston. And from what I'm hearing, various reports are is that Houston has is in no rush to get rid of Harden, to adhere to his trade request. And they can very much play a big chunk of the season with both Westbrook and Harden. So I know people, you know, the trade sounds good on paper. There's no rush on Houston's end. Essentially, the ball is in their court. They can either pass the ball or they can shoot it. You know, the decision is theirs. I think essentially, though, the way I'm looking at it is I feel – Although the trade to Brooklyn would work for Harden, I feel essentially a trade to Philly would be better in reward for Houston. And at the end of the day, Houston is going to look out for themselves. Yes, you know, you hope that your franchise does right by you and, you know, drafts and trades you rather to where you would like to go. But, you know, basketball is a business at the end of the day, and Houston's going to do what Houston needs to do to better themselves. And I think that's going to send him to Philly if he does get traded. I have a question. Yeah. Um, wasn't it, wasn't that thing that said that Philly wasn't looking to part ways with Ben Simmons? Yeah. So there's rumors that they weren't or they were. They were not. That they were not trying to pull away the business. It's it depends. There's so many different reports, and that's the one thing about the offseason when people get so angry at reporters. Like you said that that wasn't gonna. It's it's so many different reports, and one day something could be true and something cannot. That initially was the report. Now they're saying that if Ben Simmons, I mean, if Harden is traded to the 76ers, that more than likely Ben Simmons is Ben Simmons is going to be a big puzzle piece in making that happen. And you have to think about it. If you're Houston and you're giving away your superstar, and it's not like James Harden is a low tier superstar. This is one of the superstars in the NBA. Do you really not want a superstar in return if you're going to go adhere to his trade request? No, you're going to get somebody who you feel has superstar potential that you can build a team around, hopefully make a run with. And whether or not Ben Simmons is that guy by himself, he is a superstar talent and you're not going to trade him Harden rather for to Brooklyn for a bunch of guys who are good at basketball, but are none of them are superstars. Like it wouldn't make any sense to me. Could it happen? Absolutely. This is basketball. Anything can happen. Do I see it? Would I do it if I was Houston? Absolutely not. I'm going to do what's good for me and that's sending Harden to Philly. So we'll, we'll see. But like, I don't think the Rockets trade Rocco if they're not trading James Harden pretty soon. Trading Rocco to the Blazers for Trevor Reza doesn't make much sense if you're going to try to at least keep everyone together. Why trade Rocco if you're to keep Harden in Westbrook? See, 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 because I disagree with this last night. For one, Trevor Reza, like, I guess there was a lot of issue with the team when Trevor left. They were sad to see him go. He left over $3 million. I mean, you got to think, like, when he left, they were, what, a Chris Paul hamstring away from possibly winning a championship. Also, you did get two picks back. It's like once the Rockets made all these trades, they traded rough. They had no picks. They do have a 15 pick in the draft. And I've said many times since day one, because this this draft is so weird because we didn't get tournaments. So it's like a lot of guys – there's always somebody every draft who is like not on people radar has a crazy tournament and becomes a lottery pick. 
The last one I yeah. remember was um Dante DeVicio. Remember when he was at Villanova, yeah. went crazy, was like, oh, leave. He's a Dante um, DiVincenzo. DiVincenzo. Dante DiVincenzo. Who, who's I'm behind who's here a, working the boards and literally. Dante DiVincenzo. You've said this man name wrong for like four years straight. Dante DiVincenzo, Dante DiVincenzo G. Who the, the Bucks just who the Bucks just let go, which was such a surprise to me. I mean, we'll get yeah. to that later, that whole Drew Holiday situation. But I was surprised because DiVincenzo has been playing and has really been coming into his own as a player. I'd rather have I mean they got bogey though. I mean they did no, they did. They did. I'm not, you know, take but it's it's weird because the Bucks really did take some time to start to really develop him and to really just let him go like that. That that we'll get into a little bit later, but that whole situation, I mean, I spoke about it Excuse on a podcast me, before but, this is definitely Can I say something about your to that's exactly why you trade him though. You spent time to develop him. He's worth a prospect like getting a guy like Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich is a guy that clearly didn't fit in. Buddy Hield is a guy that yeah. you gave a big contract that is not happy there. That still wants to be leaving. traded. So you He's have to. Leaving. So you have to start getting rid of those guys and bringing in guys that have a different type of mentality. Dante Divincenzo. I don't know what did you call it, man? Before G. <laughs> just, just, just call him out that man name. Dante Divincenzo. I'm sorry. You better get my fellow Italians' name right. Point his nickname is White Dante, right? White Dante. There we go. Better. His, his nickname is White Dante. White Dante. That's what we're going with. White Dante. So anyway, White Dante was a guy who improved his draft stock, I think, tremendously in that in that yeah. tournament. So for the fact that 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 the Rockets got two picks, it's not like Trevor is inept at playing basketball. He can still play in Houston. He just basically gonna be asked to shoot corner threes, which is what he's great at anyway. Go mm-hmm. back to your role. And also, I think that because of if the Rockets didn't get the Mavs assistant coach, I would probably say blow it up, whatever, do whatever. But the Mavericks had the best, statistically, the best offense in NBA history last year. And again, also, Russ had the COVID. Russ had the quad. The COVID. The COVID. The, the COVID. COVID the quad. <laughs> like, bubble Russ is not the Russ that we saw during the season. I personally think, unless you, you know, really, really are just so hell-bent on breaking everything down, you give it one more shot. One more shot. And you're talking about Houston, Houston, Houston. Like you I don't mean, have to trade them. Why? No, I, I agree. I, I, I agree. I think though that there's a deeper, there's deeper ish seated issues in Houston. And from what they've been circulating, like not to cut you off, but one of the things that they've been circulating is that Harden was not approached or was not consulted rather in any of the decision-making that Houston has made since he has got there, which has rubbed him the wrong way. Because if you look, you know, LeBron, that would never happen with the Lakers or when he was in Cleveland. Like there's a certain level of respect you feel you've acquired as a player who has reached a certain tier. And when you don't get that from a franchise, from an organization that you really like kind of revive, let's, let's be honest, like Harden going to Houston revived that franchise because nobody was checking for the Rockets pockets for a very long time him being there him being that bringing that attention whether good or bad you know whether on the court or off the court has really made Houston a team that people continually talk about so you feel disrespected in a sense now does that mean you jump shit and you kind of try to bully your way into going to a different team I don't know you know I've never been in that position but I do feel though that's a dangerous territory and i feel like only certain players and i tweeted this yesterday only certain players have that kind of pull lebron can do that back in the day jordan could do that kobe could do that can james harden do that and have it successfully go his way i don't know i don't know if he's that kind of a guy 
question didn't they so so they never consulted them about chris paul or russ because i guess the reports were that they call him and ask him like yo do you want to play with these guys that never happened i don't know if you watch you know all the smoke podcasts with um matt barnes he basically said that that you know he's obviously having conversations and you know he's a former player so players trust other players and he said that that is the biggest issue for james hardens that he has not been consulted on decisions what what those decisions are i mean i would think that they consulted him about bringing a big talent like westbrook in and even if they didn't consult him westbrook probably reached out to him and said hey this is kind of what we're discussing like you know what do you think about this i'm sure they have at least a civil enough relationship that that was something that was discussed at least between the two of them what other decisions they could be referring to i'm not quite sure maybe it's chris paul maybe it's carmelo anthony maybe you know there's a lot of different factors but um I just think it's a risky thing to kind of force your organization's hand in trading you because they can do one or two things. They can trade you somewhere you don't want to go to be like, okay, that's what you want to do. Watch me work. Or two, they can trade you to a team that's on your list, may not be at the top of your list, but benefits them the best. So, I mean, it's, it's a catch 22. It's a very messy, tricky, sticky situation. I feel like Harden does not go anywhere before the beginning of the season. What transpires around the all-star break, that's a different, that's a different conversation. I mean, but also I, I think there's been English that the Rockets only looking to save money. So yeah. that would be where's the thing where it's like, okay, if you're looking to save money, then I can understand why you would just let those guys go. Other than that, unless you get a deal that you're blown away about, completely blown mm-hmm. away about. I don't see like does he have three years left in his deal? Yeah, it's like two. I think it's like two and a, like two and a half, three. But let's round it to three. But like I'm also very confused because to your point about not wanting to pay people, why would you swap allegedly? Let's use the word allegedly. Why would you allegedly swap a bad contract with Westbrook for a bad John Wall contract? Like it doesn't well, make any sense. Know, the reason why you swap that is because is because you can get some picks. Um, the Washington Wizards actually have a few picks this draft. They have the number nine pick and they also have the number 37 pick. I would take both of them picks from them this year draft somebody from them john wall is also a guy yeah he coming back from the achilles he's looked pretty good russell westbrook literally has the highest valued contract in the nba currently this point in time at 206.7 million dollars um for the duration of his contract he's owed that until 2023 so if i'm the houston rockets and you're trying to you know shed salary that's exactly the route you go you get rid of him for john wall john wall had a big supermax because he was one of the first people to get one of those big supermaxes right but that was before the TV deal kicked in, right? Well, the TV yeah. deal kicked in now. So all of their money is astronomical. They trying to offer James Harden $50 million? G, I mean, for John $50 Wall million, dollars, G, call me, G. Call me, G. Call me, Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. John Wall last year is like $47 million. John Wall contract is also astronomical as well. He was getting paid $44 to not play. Yes, wait a minute, but John Wall's contract is only four years, $171 million. Russell only. Westbrook's contract. Yeah. What do you mean? Russell Westbrook's contract was like four years, $206 million. That's a hell of a lot more. What do you mean? That's $36 more million. He was playing though. He was productive. John Wall was sitting. 
I think it was he's like still five selling years jerseys, ago. bro. Still I, selling jerseys. I feel though. I still feel selling though. jerseys. Still selling jerseys. You gave Rui Hachimura the chance to be able to develop himself. He grew his wings. He played very, very well this year. The only thing that they were really, really missing this year was John Wall, to be honest, and also some other defenders out there. I honestly think that the Wizards this year will actually be a six, seven, or eight seed yeah, this year in the Eastern the, Conference. Yeah, but Go that's ahead. also from the Wizards. Why? Like I said, this last like many times. Last time John I think, Wall, but, had but, but you did time, the same listen, thing with Russ. Yeah, but no, but hold on, wait. Last time John Wall had a healthy season, what I think was like 16, 17, was he had his like best season? He was arguably the second best player in the Eastern Conference. And they were Kelly Olynyk turning in, into Larry Bird in game seven away from possibly going to the um conference finals. One thing, uh, John Wall allegedly hasn't working on his um on on um his um shooting, and also he is a better, I think, personally, arguably better pure point guard court general than what Russell Westbrook is. I want to give it a shot. I want to give it another shot. I, well, I, that's why I think you give it a shot yeah. with him and James Harden if you can. And you tell, hey, James, I know you want to leave, G. John going to go clubbing with you, bro. Y'all can no, go to the club also, together, G. Y'all can retire y'all jerseys and become all-stars outside of the club I don't have together. And then, I don't be have, out, and then be all-stars. Are you saying like, strip club all-stars? Is that what you're basically saying? Yes, I'm saying yes. All right, Lou Will all-stars. That's what I call them. Y'all but can I be think- a Lou Will all-star, G. Do all it. jokes, all jokes aside, though. I mean, all jokes aside, you do also run the risk of. Here's the thing: Bradley Beal probably is one of the last, is a last of a dying breed. He's probably one of the most loyal players in the league. You know, you got to put him in a conversation with Damian Lillard. Currently, you have to put him in a conversation with Kobe Bryant when it comes to loyalty and his loyalty to the Washington Wizards through thick and thin has been something that I admire. And one of the things he has been adamant about is wanting to win with John Wall, wanting to make a run with John Wall. So I'm confused at the fact if Washington is trying to keep Bradley Beal happy because Bradley Beal has not requested a trade yet. Let me me make that very, very clear. It has not happened. But if you're trying to keep him happy and keep that continuation, then why would you trade away or potentially even consider or entertain trading away the one person that he has been remained adamant about wanting to win with? If you trade um, Wall to Houston yeah. and bring Westbrook in, you run the risk of Bradley Bill saying, okay, this is the final straw, trade me and trade me now. And why Washington would even try to play Russian roulette like that is beyond me. That is a very dangerous game to play in. And I feel like Washington's going to come out on the losing Draft picks, draft fair, picks because they can move them. But also, I will say this, I will apologize. I'm looking at the contracts right now. And technically, John Wall actually will make $363,000 more over the duration of his contract than Russell Westbrook. I told so I actually that take that back. They yeah. both they <laughs> both though have um trade kickers though. That's also the other reason. Can teams do that where they basically trade two guys with trade kickers just so that way they can be able to use that trade kicker? They could, but I mean I guess but I like mean, I mean wouldn't that allow I'm, them to be able to kind of leverage things within the cap? That's just like me like doing some just, some fake capology stuff. I know you play a lot of uh 2K no, you know, GMO Pabby no, to me, it just doesn't make sense. First of all, if I'm trading either one of them, I want one-year deals. Yeah, That's yeah. why I thought the Hornets deal was was something that could maybe happen because Nick Batum has that astronomical dumb contract. It's one year left at $25 million, get Rozier, try to get a pick, cool, whatever. But Russ is tra- also 32, though. I will say that. Yeah, Russ is yeah. also two years older. So, yeah, so you would be exchanging tra- those contracts, but you would be getting the guy that's two years younger, and theoretically, you could still trade but that contract. Yeah, but I mean, they haven't seen... 
We haven't seen Wall play basketball in like two years. Yeah, he's. I have. That's a a hell of a risk. I have. I have. Why? Come on. We didn't say this man play the ball on the gram, dude. We know he can play. Hold on, wait, wait. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. That's how Melo looked at first. Look, look, look. Melo had to get back in the gym. Melo had to get back in the gym. No Melo slander on this podcast. Shit. We've been slandering Melo for years. You better go do some research. We've been slandering Melo on this podcast for years. Go do some research. Don't do it. That is not going in, Melo. Mello is Wash. Leave my Melo alone. Wash King. I think that John Wall would be okay injury wise because I was watching the um podcast he did with Gil, and his Achilles is 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 on his non jumpy leg. So okay. I think that he'll be okay. He'll be fine as long as he's improved his shot and understands that hey yo you can't just try to dunk on everybody no more because you had bone spurs in your um knee you had your heel you had your Achilles as long as he can improve his shot I think that he can be okay and get somewhat back to the level of 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 what he was because also he's a bigger guard he okay. is like six four he's like two ten probably now he'll be fine it's just trading those two for each other don't really make. It doesn't. It don't really. And on top of that, on top of that, you have to look at it. And it's crazy how this report came out, like literally an hour, two hours. I mean, I got off a phone call and I was told verbatim, quote for quote, that leagues, I mean, teams within the league rather do not see the trade value in Westbrook. And to have that turnaround in less than an hour and with the Washington Wizards of all teams, I mean, if the Knicks don't even want yeah, to do that, that's a problem. Good, that's I mean, the Knicks take everybody. Hey, bro, help me out. That's literally AG. Help me yeah. out. Retweet this for me. Literally, Who's that's what the Wizards asked. asked. That's yeah. what that's what the Rockets asked the Wizards for a retweet. Yeah. They is, literally asked for a retweet. And Russell, Russell, we got you, G. Yeah, yeah, that, that was literally about we can't even know with this contract. We got you, G. Ashley, do John and Russell had the same agent or something like that, or like agent company or something like that? Because that was very fishy. Like within like three hours, we saw a team. Yeah, I don't know if they have the same agent. I mean, somebody can look that up, but I will say that nothing gets leaked. Let me let me explain how sources work no, for people. No, let me explain not. how let me explain Rich how Paul sources is John work. John Wall's agent. Rich Paul okay, is John so Wall's agent and Russell Westbrook's agent is Thaud Thatcher. Okay, so one's clutch, so clutch sports. Yes, but for exactly. people who don't know how sources work, it's not like somebody who has like a guy like you know lurking around the corner, like it's like billions meeting them in a basement. Things no, get leaked. Anything. Leaked and leaked to benefit players, to benefit teams, to benefit situations, to kind of manipulate it in the eyes of the general public. Also, people's family just talk because Kawhi's family was literally walking around L.A. telling people that he was coming to the Clippers and not the Lakers. And literally in April or March it was, I was told you can ask Daniel. (laughs) I've literally said I, but but although although I thought the Raptors were go, I thought the Raptors were going to go back to the finals and lose. I didn't think that they were going to win when they. I'm sorry. I, th- I didn't think that they were going to win when they went to the finals. I thought they were going to lose and then he was going to leave because I was told if if the Raptors lose in the finals or lose in no, the playoffs, Kawhi no. will come to the Clippers. No, but literally, I was told that way before that Kawhi was leaving and coming to L.A. But also, I was told Kawhi don't want to play with Braun way before that. So when everybody was talking told, Kawhi to the Lakers, Kawhi to the Lakers, I'm like, no, Kawhi to the Clippers. You can go back and check my tweets, search them. I literally said it well before free agency happened that Kawhi was going to come to the Clippers. I just thought that it was only going to be if the Raptors lost um, and, and they wind up winning. And he was still like, no, nah, I'm out, G. I, I'll let you and, later. And I mean, on the same type of playing field as that, I was told a month before it happened from from my source that Jimmy Butler was coming to Miami. I mean, this was three weeks, three and a half weeks before the media yeah. ever found out. I mean, everywhere. it was, they come from everywhere. So whoever leaked this 
to Shams or whoever it was that reported it first, it wasn't by accident. It was a way to either raise Russell Westbrook's trade value because it was in the gutter. I mean, the teams that were interested in him were the Knicks. Charlotte. Good. Atlanta. That's where I mean, he belongs. In the gutter. He needs to go there and retire. <laughs> Literally. He needs to go there, rebuild his brand. Russell Westbrook's brand is a blue-collar, hard-working, small-town brand. That's what his brand was. Going, it, it, it was literally. He looked at like, is that not what his brand is? His brand so does is that mean the, that's what James Harden's brand was? That's no, James Harden's brand okay. is booty clubs and hanging out with little baby. That that's what James Harden's brand is. When have you ever seen Russell Westbrook in the booty clubs and hanging out with little baby, or as Pavy said, riding Lambos with little baby? You ain't never seen that. Russell's I mean, brand Russell has always been even more at European. home. Russ always been European. at home. He always Russ been at home. No, Russell be in the club. Russell be in the club. Russell be in the club, but not like Harden G. Not like Harden G. That's true. But you literally asked. You literally sent us a meme about Harden. Getting his jersey retired or people crying no, when Harden retired. They, and then you got the nerve no, to sit up here and tell me that Russell video. wasn't in the club as much as Harden G. The only no, person the, that Russ was in the club with was Nip G. No, the video said he all get the strippers. The, no, all the, vid the video said all the strippers from Houston following Harden to Brooklyn or wherever it was. And they were all like waiting in the airport, like with their bags Shit. and stuff. Hey, but, look, like hey, look. <laughs> them flights into LaGuardia a little bit, a little bit more expensive, baby girl. They got quarantine for a week first. Listen, New York is not playing no games out there. They've been quarantined for a week. I'm gonna keep it I got homies that have been in and out of New York the past couple weeks. Ain't nobody quarantining. I know. Literally, like me and Pappy said, we decided quarantine was over, and that was it. That's what it was. But anyways, let's actually move on. Let's actually talk some draft stuff. Um Number one picks. Should the number one pick? Be Lamelo Ball. Who do you guys think no, the Timberwolves no, should uh, uh, be the number one pick? Also, do, do you think the Bulls should trade up for? Because that's the a Timber, rumor as well. The Timberwolves should do everything they possibly can to trade a, that that pick. Trade to it. Who? As, I don't care. Just whoever wants it, trade it. At some point, the Timberwolves have to actually. It sucks that Malik Beasley did what he did because before they made that trade for D. Allegedly, allegedly, let's say allegedly. Allegedly, 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 allegedly. Ain't trying to get sued. Ain't trying to get sued. Allegedly, allegedly. This man never used allegedly before they. Because because hope nobody ever slanders you, G. Because people say allegedly, G. Because because before they made that trade, I didn't know what they were trying to do as a basketball team. Once they made that trade, they finally had some semblance of an actual basketball team. At some point, the Timberwolves, who have been rebuilding since literally 2005, before I was even in high school, they have to eventually at least attempt to win some basketball games. Why are you trying to develop more young players? What, you going to pick LaMelo and Stigma in the um, backcourt with D'Lo? What does that do? Don't you want yeah. D'Lo to have the ball? Like, what does that do? And also, Cat, eventually he's going to want to leave. He's going to want to leave if you're actually not getting him some players to actually win games. I think he's like, what, 24, 25 years old now? Something like that. Like, he's getting into his prime. So, me personally, I would trade the pick for the best thing I could possibly get. Trade down. Also, I heard a report that they want to trade down because they didn't like what they did with Jared Culver last year. So, they kind of want to trade down. Trade down, still keep a pick, and see if you can get some pieces or some more veteran-laid guys and guys that can help you win more so right now. That's I, I agree. I say go I agree. For talent, man. You got to go after Anthony Edwards, man. The kid is physical. He's, he's unique. He's 19. I think that's the guy you go for, and he can score. Defensively, yeah. there's a thing, a few things you can work on, but I think he's a he's a really good fit with D'Lo, Cat. I think that would be a fun little little three right there. I really yeah. think the Minnesota Timberwolves should go for him. I mean, I get what you're saying, Pappy, but at the same time, at what point 
Do you make a stand and say, you know what, we're going to take this young guy, we're going to mold him into what we want him to be, and we're going to get after him? I agree. And I, I agree I agree with what Pavi says. You know, LaMelo, like I said in the beginning, he has a lot of things about him that are great. But, I mean, his shot is all over the place. His defense, I mean, it's an issue. It's it's hot and cold, and he needs okay, a lot of okay, he needs okay, a lot of okay, refining. Okay. He needs oh, okay. a lot of refining. Okay. No, no, no. Now I got to interject. The same now now y'all gonna call me rude because now it's time for me to interject, G. Who in the NBA playing defense right now? No. LeBron. What are you talking about? Champion. Come on, G. For no Warriors four games, defense. The win with KD was there. G. Draymond is washed now. Miami plays defense. First of all, Tom, barely. You acted out the game. They gave up more points than they got scored on. I mean, I mean, they scored. They gave up way more points than they scored. Just because. But what I'm saying is, just because nobody in the league right now currently is playing defense does not mean that you want a player who does not play I mean, defense, who has no commitment gee, to defense. The difference is, that do that, it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't matter. Even I mean, if that's, Jamal that's, Crawford on steroids, that's fire. Give me that. I won't what? do that. It Lamello. doesn't. I it, said, no, 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 no. I said, even if LaMelo is Jamal Crawford on steroids. Yeah, give me that. Jamal Crawford thing, is though. a perennial six man of the year. What do you mean? On steroids? That means he's a starter. Was, Hey, hey, look, listen, G. hey, look, hey, look, hey, look, that was a reason why Jamal Crawford was always a even if he Michael Red, be Michael Red, Michael Red with a better pass. I How honestly think no. I told you, I think LaMelo Ball gonna be Kobe with a better pass. No, you really believe that, G. you're out of he your mind. Be, no, no G. he got that being confident, he got that being confidence, he got that being confidence, he don't give a fuck. It doesn't matter. He's gonna like, pull he, up the it, same way Anthony Edwards. I like Anthony Edwards because of that. He don't care. And Anthony Edwards is also very humble. I don't think he should go number one though because yes. I think no, I, I really don't. I think I think that he's gonna want to want to like start and dominate the ball immediately. Lamelo is much more of a willing passer, and Thank I think you, that, that no, stop, Thank stop. You. No, he will. He will. I'm just I'm being honest. Look at the man tape. Look at what he does. He LaMelo scores. No, stop. 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 LaMelo Ball is a pass-first guard, bro. That's what, what you're talking saying. about. And he still averaged 20. Good. He would be perfect to play with D-Lo. He's 6'8". You, that no, means you got D-Lo. No, D-Lo point guard, LaMelo too? Listen, yes. listen, listen. Here's the I don't thing, though. I think LaMelo, if, if you draft LaMelo number one, I, I, I don't want him to go number one, though. I want him to go number four. I want the Chicago Bulls to step up and take this man. I want no, this I man. Like first of all, that into first of my all, veins. I want that. Let me let me inter let me just let me interject real quick. I just want to say. I just want to say, Kobe, I am so sorry. Rest in peace, my about? brother. What you sorry about? What you sorry about? What you sorry about? What you sorry about? That young man ain't never been in trouble. What you sorry about? That young man ain't never been in trouble. That young man ain't never been in trouble. That young man ain't never been in trouble. You said he's Kobe Bryant with a better passing. He would have got drafted. He would have got drafted out of high school last year if he would have got the chance to come out of high school. Are you serious? If he would have dead ass. He would have got drafted at high school. Lie to me. Lie to me. He would have got drafted at high school. We not we did not get drafted at high school. Lie to me. Lamelo's not a better passer than Lonzo. Keep it at hundred. Yes, he is. You tripping? You didn't see Zo throw two many weak ass outlet passes. G. How many times have you seen Lonzo Ball consistently put that together? Lamelo. Who is he passing the ball to? Ain't nobody guarding the man. They talk about. I can't believe you just said that. I really who guarding Lonzo? Who guard Lonzo? G the man can't shoot. I'm, not, I'm still, so I'm still on the fact that you said that Lamelo.
LaMelo Ball is Kobe Bryant. I'm dead ass serious. I'm dead ass serious. And I want y'all to apologize to me when that man turned up. It's I'm dead ass serious. And when that man turned up, I want my apologies. When he's not Kobe. You want to bet? Can we not? You can say he's rings, but when he come in the league and turn up, I want my apologies. So then he can't be Kobe Bryant if he's not winning five. What you mean? Kobe was weak as hell his first two years. We're not going to act like Kobe was an all-star in the first two years. We're not going to act like Kobe Bryant. We're not disrespecting Kobe. We're not going to have revisionist history, G. Kobe wouldn't appreciate that. No, Kobe wouldn't appreciate that. Kobe has said many a times that he had to work his way up because he was not appreciated. He wasn't that good. That his coach didn't like him. No, no. Kobe literally said his Kobe did not like him, G. I can't even believe it. We act like Kobe was Kobe when he first came in the league, G. R.I.P. That's no disrespect to Kobe. Moving on. Kobe came out the gate killing it. Kobe came out the gate killing it. Kobe came out the gate killing it. I'm asking y'all a question. Kobe came out the gate. Kobe came out the gate being one of the best players in the league. I don't get it. I do believe he will, G. He going to jack up shots. That's what you do. That don't mean he going to do. What are you talking about, G? Especially if he go to New York. You should be hoping he go to New York so Tibbs can run that man body into the ground. That means you will see a show. Time out. Before I say some, before I say something, I want to pass the torch to Daniel. I I want to hear what he has to say on that without and and Dan, no interrupting him. Go ahead, Daniel. You have the floor. Thomas, be quiet. Thomas, Daniel, you have the floor. Go ahead. Daniel, how I love I love Don't ever don't ever put Lamelo in the same sentence with Kobe again. Why? Why? He, why? He's why? Not, why? He's you, not you, like I that. guarantee you, you put uh, Lamelo. I'm sorry, Lonzo in the same conversation as Magic Johnson. I, do, I need to go search through your tweets and start retweeting. That's and a send better you screenshot, G. No, it's that's not, G. Come on, we act like this disrespectful. It's not, G. Saying somebody no, can be as not. good as Kobe Bryant is praise wow. for them. It's you not disrespect, G. It's, it's disrespectful. Not. No, it's not. When somebody can come in, they can shoot, and then European somebody call them drives and It's different styles, bro. It is different styles. I would give a comparison for LaMelo Ball. I would give a comparison for LaMelo Ball. Best case scenario, it, it would be Penny Hardaway. It's different styles, bro. Yeah. For one, LaMelo is an Kobe actual point guard. No, G. That. That's not. That's Penny Hardaway. Kobe anyway. played defense. Kobe played defense. Kobe would have passed. Kobe could play defense. Why I can't say Kobe would have passed then. You can say Penny Hardaway. Why I can't say Kobe would have passed? Kobe's one of the greatest. I didn't say he was going to be better than Kobe. I didn't say he was going to be better than Kobe. I said he was going to be Kobe with a pass. I didn't say he was going to be better than Kobe. That's the crazy part. Y'all put some respect on my man. Y'all put some respect on my man. Y'all put some respect on my man. Kobe don't like what y'all saying right now. Go ahead. I'm saying though, how I feel, how I feel about it is, I really don't believe that. I think that the Timberwolves should trade the number one pick only because of, for two reasons. One, I feel like LaMelo is going to need a lot of refining. And if the Timberwolves really think that they are a team that can win right now, I don't think that you need a player that you have to refine. Also, I feel like if the Timberwolves, let's, let's honestly put this into perspective. Can the Timberwolves even compete in the West? That is a, that is the real question with all the talent that is in the West. Can they significantly compete in the West? And if the answer is no, and this is where the honesty factor comes in with that front office. What's the definition of that? If you don't how far can you actually go with this, with 
the team as it is or with the addition of with the addition with the addition of LaMelo ball hypothetically how far can you actually go is it worth a number one pick but here's the thing though wait 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 let me finish let me finish let me just finish my thought if the I'm saying in a perspective of if you trade down you really when you're when you have the number one pick there's a lot of responsibility with that you really have to go ahead and analyze where you are currently and how it would look if you went with the number one draft pick. Let's be honest, the Timberwolves most more than likely are going to take LaMelo Ball. With that being said, if you look at the addition of LaMelo Ball, what does that do for you as a team? Does it make you more competitive? Does it make you an Okay, are you so trying to sell jerseys or are you trying to win a championship? Which what one do you part? mean? The oh. NBA came up one point oh. one five billion dollars short in revenue. You think they? Well, what is more important to What is more important to Minnesota? Money. Is it? I don't know. They don't want to win a championship. Is that what you're saying? Okay, so if it's just about money. The draft from Melo Ball. Why are you even trading? You're trying to win a championship. Listen, 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 listen. So then, listen, if that's what matters, listen, 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 listen. They're not making the playoffs. It's just not happening. Wait, listen, listen, listen. Melo is Jason. Listen, listen, listen. I don't have an issue with Lamelo going number one. It's just that in this draft, I don't think there's any, no clear-cut number one prospect. So I don't think anybody is head over heels better than anybody else. I think that for the Timberwolves, if they were to use the pick, Anthony Edwards fits better stylistically-wise. Yes. It makes more sense for these Timberwolves. Now, if the Bulls trade up, please take Lamelo. Please take, please, please put the two light-skinned brothers up there and let them do what they want to do. The Hornets, if they trade up, please take LaMelo. But for the Timberwolves, why? I like D-Lo. That's, D-Lo that's is my so point. Young. But yeah, that's my Edwards. point is that you have to look. That's my point. If the Timberwolves are not trying to compete right now, then take LaMelo. If you're not trying to actually Even if they compete, are, take Edwards. No. It makes more sense. Here, Look, it, no. If you're, this is, but you just, you just, Anthony you Edwards. just proved my point, Happy. I just said if you're trying to compete now, you would take Anthony Edwards. If you don't have a problem being on the back burner for a season, maybe two seasons, and really formulating those guys so they can play together, then take Lamelo. What is your priority currently? Is your priority to win? Is your priority to make a run in the playoffs? Or is your priority to eventually do that? If it's eventually, take LaMelo. If it's not, you have to take Edwards. You have to take the most NBA-ready guy if you are trying to make a run currently. It's not LaMelo. It's not. It's not LaMelo. Have you been to Australia? Be fair. To be fair. College basketball might be a little bit more competitive than Australia. You're lying to me. Andrew Bogut won MVP and came out there and played with the Warriors when they went to the finals. Stop lying to me. He it played five minutes. It don't matter. He, he still played, played, and they signed the man because they needed the man. He played five minutes. Did they not need the man? He played five minutes. Did they not need the man? Did they not need the man? No, 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 no. Did they not need the man? Are they taking a rookie? Are they signing a rookie? Listen. Did you see Damian Jones get the minutes? Listen. Did you see Damian Jones get the minutes? He was hurt. That's why he signed him. He tore his goddamn pick, tore him over his goddamn ball. That's why he signed the man. Andrew Bogey got signed right before the playoffs. You don't even know what you're talking about. Damon Jones tore no, his back to your off his damn body. His damn, uh, and Damon Jones thigh. got hurt. Damon Jones was Jones hurt at the beginning of the season, too. G. Stop that, G. You, he tore his back to your muscle. That's why they signed him. Boogie hurt himself. Andrew Bogan had already won the MVP in Australia, G. Stop acting like the Australian league. Why are you even back there? Stop acting like Australia is AAA It does not have the same athleticism as American basketball is. It's not even the league that Brandon Jennings played in 
When he didn't go to high school. It's not how part of European basketball. He was fucking cold. He scored 55 points. His second damn game. Shut up. And what was he? And what was he? Nothing. Better than Lamelo might be. No, no, he won't. Better than Lamelo might be. Let's keep it all the way, G. No, he won't be. No, he won't be. Put a couple bottles of your favorite champagne on it. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm not gonna say that. Four bottles, of pipe. Mind. Four bottles of pipe. Four bottles of pipe by year Let's five. Do Let's, Let's do it. Do it. Let's, Let's do it. Let's do it by year five. Let's by do year it. five. I got you. Pull up to the crib. How you can With even sit there and say that You're somebody who shoots thirty percent from the three point line is better and than Anthony Edwards is out it's, of my it's mind. It's not even fifteen percent. Have you watched Anthony Edwards tape? Have you seen that time? All he does is drive to the rim. All the guys in the NBA are way bigger. He drives to the rim and he takes but he the has test to have three. Let no, you stop, can get to the basket. Stop, and you don't think there's you a talk about Zion. He takes you the test to three. Zion, Zion, Zion. He ain't Zion Williamson. Zion Williamson. You get hit by a Jeep. Anthony Wood, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Anthony Edwards ain't no damn Jeep. Or the Pillsbury Cowboy, depends on how much weight he has on that. He's 6'5", 230, and he's shooting. taking contested college three-point shots, and he's driving to the lane. Because he's at Georgia, he's not at one of the higher-level SEC programs either. He would have more competition, that's my point. If he went to Duke, listen. He got listen, a good mentality. I listen, it, but no, if he went to Duke, a lot of things that you see on tape wouldn't happen. He's at Georgia again. And also, and also you That's play zone in college. Georgia, you can load up and play That's zone. Exactly. Georgia. So Georgia ain't that good. Georgia ain't Kentucky. Kentavious Caldwell Pope went to I think you guys are also the And they won 13 games. He got picked, I think. Come on, G. He also won a championship. I don't care. Listen, Lamelo's not. 29% from the three point line. He's not even 200 pounds. He's above 90. That is perfect. He is six foot eight. He's going to be thrown around like a rag doll out there. If you get a guy that could potentially give you 10 assists per game and 22 to 28 points per game, Wow. But he can't shoot, bro. It doesn't, doesn't matter. Okay. It doesn't matter. He's not big enough. He's, he's six foot eight. If he puts he's up not even, pounds of he's muscle, not he's six eight, eight, he's six seven. He's six seven. Even if he's, he's above ninety, ooh, big deal. He's, he's six, six seven. seven. He's six seven, a so buck ninety. He's gonna get thrown around like a rag doll. And if you can't drive it to the rim, LeBron's gonna slam on his ass. He's going. Can you throw Lonzo around now? No, I'm Look at Lonzo Ball when he started. And look He's at him now. Lamelo Ball is still a child. Lamelo Ball is a buck ninety. This is one past three years. Overseas playing against grown men. Thomas, be quiet. He's six on, seven, hundred and ninety pounds. I thought it was more than that. On top of that, on top of that, that means he has to put on twenty pounds of muscle in the so next in God, the next man. four weeks. Are you on track? Well, he got to do that in four weeks, Ashley. Come on now. Not December even 21 yet. December 22nd. He's when do you want to on the way? It doesn't matter. He can score. On top of that, he can't score. What are you talking about? What are you talking? What are you kidding me? Okay, Melo's score. He can't score. Are you kidding me? Okay, Melo can score. Come
Come on, watch some old tape. Watch some old tape. Nah, watch some old tape. Seriously. Okay. So when I'm looking for you and Chris, why hashtag watch more basketball? Go back and watch the tape. Go back and watch the tape. Because if it's Lamelo, people ain't told me it's Lamelo in the school. Guys, be quiet. Lamelo, man. No, you can't shush me on my show. This my show. You can't shush me on my show. I'm shushing you now. You can't shush me on my show. Go, Daniel. You can't shush me on my show. Go watch some tape on Lamelo Ball. Go watch some tape on Lamelo Ball. Because y'all clearly ain't watch tape. Y'all watching Sports Center highlights and ain't actually watching watch a man play don't basketball. Ever, don't ever, don't ever. What's the man best pass then? What's his best don't pass? Don't insult. Don't insult my homework. Daniel, What's go the ahead. best pass he got? Go ahead. What's the best pass? What's his best pass? What's his best pass? What's his best pass? I'm turning you off. What's his best pass? I'm turning you off. What's his favorite pass? Daniel, go ahead. What's You're not going to bad. You're not going to bad. You're missing your question, Daniel. I'm listening to you. Go ahead. Okay. Melo can score. He can he can get to the rim. He can do everything. He just needs to stop taking dickhead shots every time he touches the ball. He wants to take the thirty foot shot. He wants to be Trey Young. He needs to get that out of his system as soon as he can, and just focus on the things he does well. And he would shoot a respectable percentage from three from the rim and from the floor. It's just he likes to take those thirty footers, uh, one leg like fadeaways where it just it's not basically winning basketball once he gets that out of a system kind of like Lonzo did at UCLA and um he kind of like refined UCLA Lonzo did it in the NBA he toned everything down once he does once he follows in his brother's footstep like Ashley was saying Lonzo was tiny and Thomas was saying as well Lonzo was tiny when he came to the NBA he put on some muscle it'll take a year maybe two but LaMelo will be a great NBA product but if the Timberwolves are taking someone, they should take Anthony Edwards. I That's think the Timberwolves. Point. I think the Timberwolves should trade. I think the Warriors should trade. I don't. That think, was my point. Yeah, I don't but think that was either. Yeah, yeah. Nobody, nobody here is arguing the fact that Lamelo yeah. has star potential. Yeah. Nobody said that. He's definitely not Kobe Bryant. That's for right. sure. But. What the matter is, is like I said, you have to analyze where your team is now yeah. currently. Do you want to win in the future and just worry about selling tickets right now? Or do you actually want to be a playoff contender come December 22nd? If the answer to the second question is yes, then LaMelo is not your guy. He needs yeah. too much work right now to get to that point. If you don't care about making a run to the playoffs come December 22nd, if that is not your priority this season, then you take the guy who can sell tickets, you take the, the star in the making, you take the guy with all the notoriety, all the the hoo ha ha behind him you develop him and hope in a season yeah. two seasons three seasons that you have a team that is actually a playoff contender what is your priority that's the that is my question that is my main that was my main thing nobody's yeah. hit, nobody here saying Lamelo is trash but he's yeah. definitely not Kobe Bryant with a better pass that is and you're right on that you're definitely right on that it's yeah. just not the case yeah. It's not blasphemy. Yeah. It's blasphemy. It's not blasphemy. You talking about his Here's show. my thing about LaMelo. I think that his game is perfect for Here's my thing about LaMelo. I think that LaMelo has probably the highest upside in the draft. He yeah. also has the lowest floor yes. as well. Like, yes. like LaMelo could be a star. He also could be out the league. No, he will be a star. He, could. he will be a star. Uh, it depends. It depends. And also, and also, doesn't LaMelo have back issues as well? Didn't he have back issues? And like, and he's, like um, he's had some injuries. Like he's also 19 years old. His body will bounce so, back like that. Yeah, exactly. but if you got back issues at 16, 19 years old. He's 19. That's my entire point. 
is he's been playing against grown men and he has been a child. So anything you guys tell me about a child playing against grown men and still playing exceptionally well means that when he turns into a grown-ass man, he gonna play like a grown-ass man against grown men. Not like a child against grown men. He has been a child against grown men for years and still been making them look foolish. I don't care about the percentages. Literally, if you go back and you pull up the Trey Young tape, the same criticisms y'all got about LaMelo Ball is the same thing I said about Trey Young. And the reason why I said Trey Young wasn't going to be good. And we saw what Trey Young did. He came in, he improved himself, he got better, and now he is literally a top 15, arguable top 10 player going into this next season. We're not going to sit up here. Yes, he, not is. Say top yes, he is. The team is not good, but we're not going to act like Trey Young is not a very good basketball top player. 10? I said top 15, arguable top 10 going not into arguable. the season. Yes, no. it is. Yes, it is. The team is not good. The team is not good, but he is good. But he that's my good. point. He is you literally good. just, but yes, you literally but, just proved you, my but, point. But, but, no, but no, no, because your point don't make sense because nobody was. Yes, it does. You just proved it with training. Nobody was expecting the Timberwolves to make the playoffs. Who was expecting the Timberwolves to make the playoffs? You were expecting the Timberwolves to make five games. They have D'Lo, they have Cat. We're expecting the Timberwolves no. to make the playoffs next exactly. year. Exactly. We are, not, no, we are expecting the Timberwolves bro. to start actually putting an actual 30, basketball team on the court yes. that makes sense. Which they haven't done in literally 15 30, years. 35 games we expect them to actually make sense. We we actually expect them to put together a basketball team that actually makes sense. Where you look at their roster and say, hey, I see what you guys are doing. Which I have not been able to figure out what they've been doing since they traded away KG. That's what I expect from them. Yeah. But can we please move along? Let's go yeah. to the Warriors. Top what are they doing it to? Top 15 is wild, but whatever. Um, I... is wild. And, also, and, also, and also, this is my point about the Timberwolves. It, them winning 30 games or 35 games is an improvement. They won 19 games last year. So... Wasn't everyone was in and out of the lineup? No. Yeah, no, like that doesn't. That's my point. You need to put together and start to give your fan base a product that they want to buy into. Fans will not be able to go into those arenas, so you need to sell merchandise. Lamelo Ball is social media gold. He's merchandising gold. He's had his own shoe. He's an international star. He has his own reality TV show. If you are the Timberwolves, does anybody watch that show? What do you mean? They still get a million views every time. Where is it? Every now and then, Facebook. Facebook. It don't matter. It's oh. still get a million views every time. I ain't getting a million views on Facebook. But you're, but you keep talking about, you keep yes, talking about what, fans many, and buying into fans and fans. You do realize there's not going many, to be any many, fans in these many, arenas. Do you realize that? So what my, are you buying into? That's my exactly. entire point, Ashley. So I what are you buying? What are you buying? That he, that they love him on social media and that they buy merchandise and he needs to sell merchandise and he does well on social media. If he does well on social media and he wears Timberwolves gear instead of Big Baller brand or Puma gear, the Timberwolves look good. Well, he signed to Puma, so silhouette. You think when you think about Michael. Jordan, you may not think of the logo, but you do think about the red, the black, and the white. That's what you want people to think about if you're thinking about LaMelo Ball. I'm not joking. This guy for them should be their next big ticket. He shouldn't be someone that... Nobody... <laughs> this guy said nobody watches that nonsense. That's right, bad. You can say that, but you can <laughs> nobody say Nobody watches that show. America. You I live want... in middle America. You live people in, in middle America, America are watching the big baller the reality show on Facebook? Yes, that's who watches Facebook. Who do you think are on Facebook? 
That's who's on Facebook. He's a guy that will go to middle America and do great. That's also why LeVar Ball wanted him to go to the Pistons because that's more so in the middle of America, not necessarily on the East Coast where he can go to a city where he can get in trouble. That's what they want. They want him to serve that middle American market and build his star. He's already a star. He's from Los Angeles or from Chino Hills, but people think he's from Los Angeles. I so just think the Timberwolves can trade down. Yeah. I believe in LaMelo. They want to, but I, I think, don't think they listen, can. Listen, so listen, 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 listen. I think that... I think that obviously LaMelo is probably the most famous one. And like we talk about number one draft pick, even last year, I even said, I thought that John was a better prospect than Zion. I said that you picked, but, 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 but I said you pick Zion because Zion going to do cool dunks and solid arena. So like, yes, I understand it. Basketball wise, I would pick Anthony Edwards. If you do pick LaMelo, I get it. Obviously he's like, he's, he's like the most famous one. Me personally, I think Tim Wood should trade down, trade down like number four. Get you something else. Trade to pick of Chicago. Chicago, please pick LaMelo. Let LaMelo and Zach Levine set Madison on fire. Take Wendell Carter. Take the pick. Take somebody else and actually start to build an actual basketball team that makes sense. It has been 16 to 15 years for Minnesota since they had a team that made some semblance of sense. Stop. Stop. You have to stop rotating people in at some point in time, and that's just my opinion on that. You had Wiggins. You traded him. You got Cat. He developed great. But do you trade, trade this for D'Lo? Who do you <coughs> trade them for? I mean, if you, if, if you guys are swapping picks or these top four teams. I don't think the Warriors picks. should trade for the number one pick. I, 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 I think the Warriors are, I think the Warriors are going to trade their pick. Yes, but I'm saying if you're, the war, if you're the Warriors, if you're the, if you're the Warriors and you're the Bulls and, and you're the number one team, the Minnesota Timberwolves, and you're the Hornets, what are you doing with those picks? Like these one through four picks, we saw Atlanta and Dallas <coughs> swap their picks. You guys are telling me that certain teams shouldn't take certain people because of certain reasons. I'm fine with that. But then who do you think should take him then? I told you, you yesterday. You, you said the Bulls. Chicago. Right? Okay. The Bulls. The Bulls. The Bulls. The Bulls why? The Bulls. Because let him and Zach Levine set it on fire. And if it works, it works. Yeah, but the Bulls are like the playoffs, aren't you? If you're the Bulls, you're looking to do the same thing. Ashley's telling me. No, actually, no, 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 no. Different. No, 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 different, different. You have stop. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Stop. You have a stop. You have a new regime in Chicago. So you think we are completely rebuilding our franchise? We the the Bulls really ain't really only been rebuilding for two years. The Tim was been rebuilding for sixteen. Also, the Bulls don't have a star or a superstar. The team will at least got Cat and D'Lo. They got two. Technically stars. The Bulls really don't have no one. D'Lo not more famous than Lonzo. I don't think Cat is either. I'm talking about basketball, G, on the court, G. Yeah, how how, how, you, how you good? GMO, you know what happens when y'all lose money. I'm talking about money. how good do they play. I understand what you're talking about. We and look, listen, 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 bro. If we talking about money, sure, yeah, go get LaMelo, do what you want to do. But as far as making you, but, but, but again, you know what can also make you money? Winning basketball games. If you win basketball games, you will make some money too. So it depends on what you want to do. Me, if I'm Minnesota, I'm tired of picking in a lottery every year. You yep. can't keep picking in a lottery, get a top five pick every year. It's been 15 years. If you the Bulls, trade up, get LaMelo, put him out there with uh, Zach Levine, let him run it up, do whatever. Why? Number one, we have a whole new regime. It'll bring some excitement back to the um, franchise that you probably haven't seen since um, – D Rose also is a huge market, and again, you are in a rebuilding stage. I love Zach. I think Zach has a potential MVP candidate potential one day, but he ain't that yet. You don't know that. Also, you might trade Zach. You don't have a star. The T Wolves has stars. The Warriors, I think they should trade their pick because again, yeah. Steph, Clay, Dre, all those guys really got two to three years left. That's it. It don't get no better from here. They don't keep climbing. So you trade that pick. I thought yesterday. I thought that maybe. 
that's a team that OKC has a whole bunch of assets. Yeah. Maybe you get the pick, you try to get Uber, you try to get Adams, whoever else you want, trade the pick there, maybe get some picks on the back end. But the Bulls, like I said, I will try to trade up, take Wend- ask, call Minnesota and be like, yo, who you want? Who you want? Give them Wendell, give them Laurie, give them whatever they want. Try to get that pick. Draft LaMelo. That would make sense to me. And also, Zach Levine isn't a point guard. Zach Levine is a two guard. The Bulls have been searching for a point guard for forever. They they got Sadoransky last year for no reason. He ain't a point guard. Chris Dunn, they didn't even pick up his option, so he not going to be there. They don't. They also don't have a point guard on the roster. Edwards isn't a point guard. He's a two or a three in certain systems. So that would make more sense to me for LaMelo. Also, the Hornets are a team that's been looking for a star forever since Kobe they've been White in. don't play point guard? Yeah, but at the same Kobe time with Kobe. wouldn't work better for the Bulls than, than Kobe No, White. no. You don't believe, you don't no. believe in Lowry marketing, though. Lowry's. No, look, no, 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 Thomas. Thomas, Thomas, though. Thomas, Thomas. Somebody think about no, Lowry marketing. You no, listen, Lowry stop. Marketing. I got you. You said he was going to be Dirk Nowinski. And I, I said, <laughs> listen, I, I listen, stop, 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 Thomas, I said that he was Daria Marshall times three. Daria Marshall had a 14 year NBA career. That's a good basketball you player. You think it's over for Laurie? Or I, I, I said Daria Marshall times three. No, I never you, said, yeah, but you also told me Laurie could be a six man. So why not make Laurie? No, I didn't. I said Kobe could be a six man. I never said Laurie. I said that no, no. No, I no, I didn't. I never said that. No, I I never said that. I said that Kobe White. I said that Kobe White to me best projects as a Lou Williams type of guy because I think that he is a score first point guard. And I don't know if he'll ever learn how to actually set up a full offense. I don't know if he'll be able to do that. No, what about what about the idea of possibly having the Knicks and Timberwolves swap? What about Lamelo going to New York? That makes that makes a lot of sense. The Knicks. The Knicks aren't going to be winning for the next season, two seasons, maybe even three seasons. Why not take a player like LaMelo Ball, mold him, develop him, and ultimately have him playing for a coach like Tibbs would be brilliant. And you can actually have a team, if you make the right moves in the draft, in free agency, things like that, you have the opportunity to have a really good team, a young team at that, which is so important, especially you know in a competitive division like the East. You have a young team, a young, healthy team, hopefully, God willing, why not have him in that market? It's the, one of the biggest markets in the world. It's the mecca of basketball. You can revive that nickname, if you will. And like I said, the Knicks aren't going to be winning anytime soon. And I feel like Coach Tibbs is just the guy to take LaMelo, help him develop into the player, the superstar that he probably will end up being. And he doesn't have to go die in Minnesota. We're in the middle of nowhere. Like he can be in a big market and you selling merchandise, selling tickets, selling things like that. What better place to do that than New York City? And then on top of that, you would have the rivalry of the Brooklyn Nets. And if you can keep Kyrie, KD, and if Harden ends up there, whatever the case may be, that would be prime television to watch. Why not do that? Cool. I'm cool with that. Any Especially, team that... Well, it wouldn't be prime television in Minnesota to watch either, I guess. They, I mean... They don't need them. It's just I'm not saying it wouldn't be prime television. I'm just saying... It doesn't the, make sense. The type of... It, yeah. Listen. And the media the media Let's exposure see. and what the... What we're trying to say is this, bro. Listen, Thomas. <laughs> Thomas, what we're trying to say is this. Minnesota been rebuilding for 20 years. The Knicks at least had a run a couple years ago, at least. The Knicks, it would make no. more sense. The team, the Knicks have no star. You look at the Knicks and say, yo, they have no all-star. They have no They have nobody who so even the starting, might be an all-star. The starting they got Julius Randle. Wait a minute. So who's the starting <laughs> shooting guard for the Minnesota Timberwolves this season? Malik, what, Malik Beasley. Are you sure about that? Yes. If he's still there. Oh, well, yeah. That is or true. Or him. 
Him? Hold on, wait, hold on, wait, hold on, wait. You got you got him, you got Okuji, and you got Koval, who you just drafted last year. So if you draft Anthony Edwards, who's the starting shooting guard on your team? Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards. <laughs> it's easy. And again, I want LaMelo to play point guard. I think LaMelo is a primary ball handler. I think Anthony Edwards is a off guard. That's why I said what I said. Like, when, when, I, I never said LaMelo couldn't pass. LaMelo can pass. I don't think he can pass like Lonzo. I think he's a flashier passer than what Lonzo is because he has a flashier game than what Lonzo is. Yeah. But LaMelo is an actual point guard. He's not a two guard, which is also why I said Chicago cool, New York cool, Charlotte cool, Detroit cool. Any of those teams, cool. But if I'm a team who has some semblance of a roster and I know what I'm doing yeah. and I yeah, have yeah. A, and, 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 and and I have a primary ball handler already, no. I want to yeah. get what fits best for my team. Because no, I, I don't think LaMelo is some – I'm sorry, guys, but I don't think LaMelo no, is like – like, 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 I don't think LaMelo coming in like he's, sense, he's, G. he's, I don't know, who was the last great sense. number one pick ever? We was like, yo, he gonna come in and who said he gotta be Kyrie LeBron. Irving. He, Kyrie Anthony Irving. Davis. Be LeBron. Y'all act like Ky he Anthony Bennett. Listen, stop, a stop. Pick. stop. That's not, not what I'm saying. Pick, what are you talking about? It's not what I'm, I'm nobody I'm just, said that. I'm just saying, I'm just saying he not coming in like Kyrie Irving, where it's like, yo, he head over heels everybody. Ain't nobody in this draft head over heels nobody. And it. And in those 10 games, you saw Kyrie at Duke was clearly the best player in the nation. And if you saw ball playing against adults, don't impress you. No, he don't look like the best player in the um draft right now. He does not. Some might say Wiseman, some might say it's Edwards, some might say Wiseman, some not, might say the um center from um USC, some might say a couple different people. You USC. might get three different answers. Gee, you can go on four different mock drafts right now, and they will and 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 and, and look and look, all opinion. of them. Listen, it's you can go you can go on four different mock drafts right now. You can go on four different mock drafts right now, opinion, and they might have four different number one picks. In years where it's a head over heels number one pick, you can go on every. You can go on. And my make the fifth different one. You can go on. You can go on every single in years where there is a head over heels number one pick. You can go on it every single mock draft. And there is clearly one guy above everybody. I get credentials to go into the locker room too. Okay, bro. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. I'm watching tape and I'm watching film too. What I am saying is there is no head over heels consistent number one overall pick. It's not. And for him to be a star for everybody else, but it ain't smart for him to be a star in Minnesota. That that's don't make not, sense not, to me. That's not what we're saying. That's not what we're saying. Y'all telling me Anthony Edwards is gonna come in? No, y'all telling me Anthony Edwards is gonna come in and make the Timberwolves a playoff team? Is a fallacy. I never said that. I never said that. That's not what we said. You're too busy trying to. You're too busy trying to yell. That's not what I said. That's not what anybody said. I did not say that. I said Anthony Edwards. If you drafting Anthony, I'm sorry. If you draft Anthony Edwards, you're still rebuilding. So I'm confused at why you don't take the guy what who I will help you to was, get more eyeballs and sell more tickets, what more I virtual, said more VR was, experiences, and all of that. That's what you. What did. I said but he good to was. Go to the Knicks. He cool to go to the Knicks. What I said was. What I said was. I wasn't just talking about you. I was talking what, about you. Well, what we all said was that if Minnesota is looking to be a contender in the West, or whatever. Contender. It doesn't matter what they do. Unless they trade they Harden, they're not they're going to be a contender. How? Right. What are they contending for? True, Listen, I can't answer the question. But you won't let me answer the question. You won't let me answer the question. Better than what they've been. You won't let me answer the question. What I'm saying is they're obviously not going to win the West. They're not going to come out of the West, they're not going to go to the finals. That is a fact. 
But if you're going to try to be somewhat of a contender, whether it's a bottom seed contender, then you have to take the player who is most NBA ready. LaMelo Ball is going to be a star. Let me say it again. LaMelo Ball is going to be a star. He's not going to be a star this season. He may not be a star next season. If you are okay with the fact that you are not going to be a contender in any capacity for the next couple of seasons, then take LaMelo Ball number one. If you want to be a contender in any capacity for the next couple Anthony of seasons, then you take Anthony Edwards. He's the most NBA ready. Then you take LaMelo Ball and you put him in a city like Chicago in New York, who's not going to be a contender in the playoffs anytime soon. They have a lot of work to do. They have a lot of rebuilding and you let him you let him manifest. You let him marinate out there. They're trying to make the 10th seed this year. The Bulls almost made the 10th seed last year. Yeah, I think the Bulls If you're a team can, yeah. this year, you're trying to make the 10th seed now. You no longer care about the 8th seed. The 10th seed guarantees you make the playoffs. So you cannot tell me that teams that are on the bottom and that are bottom feeders aren't looking at that 10th seed thinking, hey, we can maybe sneak into the playoffs. The the Phoenix Suns almost did it last year. We can do it this year. That is still By the a way, level of First of all, that was a that was a bubble scenario. That was a bubble situation. It was a bubble no, situation. Basketball. Stop. You don't know facts. They literally just reported. No, both of y'all stop. Stop. Oh, but oh, so see, you don't like when people because y'all don't know the facts. Because what times? Do you know the facts? Do you know that Wolves literally tweeted that they're going to vote on trying to have a play-in tournament from 7 to 10? That's not what I said. If you would have let me finish, if you would have if you would have let me finish, that's not what I was going to say. If you would have let me finish, that's not what I was going to say. If you would have let me finish, that's not what I was going to say. If you would have let me finish, that's not what I was going to say. It's not the same format. If you would have let me finish, I was not going to say. It's not the same format, yes or no? That's not what I was going to say. Go ahead. It's not remotely close to what I was going to say. Is so it, it, the point is mute. It's irrelevant. That's not okay. what I was going to say. Why is the bubble relevant now that we're not in the bubble? I'm saying you're comparing what the Suns did in the bubble, which was an anomaly for basketball. It was a totally different environment. A lot of teams that would not have performed the same if the playoffs were in a regular capacity had a Nuggets. great time. The Nuggets, for one. Um, what was the the what's the other team I'm thinking of? Not the was it not Utah? Utah. I mean, there were a lot of teams that performed to a higher capacity because the the bubble allowed them so. So you can't you use the Suns' performance in wild cards. Um, teams, you love football. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you're bringing up the Suns. I'm saying you're upsets. If you're the NBA, you're looking for upsets. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you just brought up the Phoenix Suns and their performance in the playoffs, correct? Okay, but what I'm saying is you can't use, you cannot use the bubble scenario as a gauge because it was totally different type of basketball. That's all I'm saying. A lot of teams performed a lot. Okay. Really. I also, I also, okay. wait, 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 or the Warriors, you say. still don't want to be irrelevant anymore. You want to get into that 7-10 to 10 seed. And if you're the Timberwolves, you can still do that whether you draft LaMelo or you draft Anthony Edwards. I, to be honest, I don't think either one of them is honestly going to be playing as much as we think they're going to be playing in the regular season because I don't think that they will physically be up to it. Go ahead. I also want to say this. I don't, I'm not convinced that Anthony Edwards isn't the better prospect in general, by the way. I also want to say that. So that's also why I'm saying Anthony Edwards is number one because I actually yeah. think he might end up being just better than LaMelo Ball. I'm not as convinced about LaMelo as the rest of you guys are on this panel. 
Just want to say, hold up. I think you have the highest. Who do you guys? You the guy that told me you would draft Steph. I'm sorry. You the guy that once told the internet. I'm not high on Anthony Edwards. So you say have anything to say? You the one told the internet that you would draft Lonzo Ball with Steph Curry. You have nothing to say. Here's what I said. You have nothing to back you up. You have no ammunition. We've all made some wild statements. PP, if you remember the tweet, I said I would take a Lonzo Ball tight. I didn't say Lonzo Ball himself. I said a Lonzo Ball type player over a Steph Curry. Lonzo Ball name in that Because he's 6'6", can rebound and get a triple-double every night. That's why I said that. can do the same exact thing, but he can also get in 30 any given night. He can't play defense like Lonzo. In his last four games, I believe he definitely averaged a triple-double. But TP, listen to what I'm saying. I think that Anthony Edwards. I've already told you Lonzo's a better passer than Edwards. But listen, though, I think the Anthony Edwards can be Donovan Mitchell or maybe a D Wade type guy. That's what I okay, see no. in 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 um Anthony Edwards. I just think Anthony athletic, Edwards might bro. also be the better prospect. I, I just do. Being a, I see him being a, a um a, you said Lance Stevenson on steroids, borderline Isaiah Ryder type of guy, or Lance so Stevenson on steroids. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, or Lance Stevenson on steroids. By the way, Isaiah Ryder was not twenty better, a game, which is which is hey, not, hey, yes, hold on, but wait, it's not hold on, wait. What I think Lamelo Ball is going to be. Even if you say Spreewell on steroids, Spreewell's yeah. cool. Spreewell, G. He not Spreewell. So if the Knicks Anthony don't Edwards trade. Is way, more, is, is way more physical than Spreewell. He's much more of an Isaiah Ryder than he is. And he literally just likes to shoot and jack up long shots. Oh, so the, what does LaMelo like to do? I'm, I'm, I'm confused uh, here, right? Yeah, but the, play back. but the difference is, but the difference is, Anthony Edwards is doing that over guys that are usually his height. LaMelo Ball, if he's playing the point guard, he's usually three to four inches taller than the other defender. Anthony Edwards is doing this against other shooting guards. Hey, Ashley, would it, would it, would he, would it LaMelo shoot again? You said 30, what percent? From it was 29%. Oh, 29% from three, oh, from three and he's six foot eight. We ain't seen oh. none of these guys playing attorney. By the way, I don't hate the complaining Isaiah Complaining about a guy playing, pro, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, playing overseas ball and him coming in at a young age being good. I'm confused. That By the way, I don't hate the I'm Isaiah Ryder comparison, but I just <laughs> think that if Andy Edwards is like Isaiah Ryder times two, that's a eight, nine time all star. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying. If the Knicks don't trade up for number one or number two, number three, who are they taking at eight? Isaac, I would like Oral, to, man. I would like to see. I would like to see um Obi. That's okay. my. Like, that's one of my picks. I like Isaac I, there, man. I like him. I take Isaac if I'm the Knicks, man. I think he fits that. If he, also, that, if he Isaiah Ryder on steroids, he's not. Isaiah Ryder didn't make an all-star team. Stop lying. <laughs> yeah, but yes, Stop but lying. listen, though. Yes, 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 but listen, though. This is yes, what I'm saying. Y'all want to call listen, me TP, evil, listen, this is though. exactly what I'm TP, saying. TP, TP, listen, though. If he lands Isaiah, Stevenson listen, on steroids, bro. that's a seven, eight-time all-star to you? Listen, bro. Daniel, listen. is Lance Stevenson on steroids a seven-time No, don't talk to Daniel. Talk to me. Listen. Listen, bro. If Isaiah Wright is going to give you 19-20, you say on steroids, that's 25. If that's 25, 25-4-4, four, four, basically. Five, five. If you give me 25-5-5, five, five, that ain't no all-star for seven, eight, nine years, then basically Vince Carter numbers. <laughs> and I'll just go... I mean the Knicks, the the Knicks though. I mean they have a lot of needs they have to fill. I mean that's a, that's the thing with the New York Knicks is you know overall our depth is just not good. You need a point guard. Um, you, there's a lot of things that you need, and also on top of that, you know R.J. Barrett is not going anywhere. Um, the 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 Knicks are are sold on him. He's not something that they're going they're even looking at trading and i think obi you know he's 6'9 220 pounds he's 22 years old he's a brooklyn kid i mean that's selling tickets right there not that the knicks ever needed help selling tickets i mean we suck continuously and the gardens always sold out it's just that kind of a environment so i mean 
it's something that he has a chance to really turn into something big. And what I think the Knicks are really trying to do, and I hope that they do this draft and this offseason really, is really start picking players better. The Knicks just have a bad history of not doing well in the draft. I mean, we yeah. get screwed in the lottery, and then when we do get a pick, we just do not do right by it. But I think that, you know, there's a new front office, there's new pieces in there. I think Coach Tibbs is a big, big, big selling factor for a lot of young guys. And I think the Knicks, if they play their cards right, I mean, if you, in a couple of years, 2022, I think you can have a Knicks team that can really, will they win a championship? Probably not, but they won't be out of the playoffs. They'll be a mid playoff team. I mean, you have the chance to really do something special. And I hope the rumors of getting um, Fred Van Fleet are true because we need a point guard. And I think you need a point guard that has proven um, himself in the NBA. I think Russell Westbrook's contract is just too big. I think it leaves us with too little cap space. Fred Van Fleet's um, contract is, is friendly, leaves you with $42 million in cap space. I mean, the Knicks have a lot of potential to do right in this draft. Ashley, you, Killian Hayes, you, if they don't get LaMelo Ball, okay. they should draft Killian Hayes. He'll probably be around at the eight or nine spot. I think he'll be a perfect pick for them if they're looking for point guard. I don't really know what the Knicks are going to do. Like I said, trade for LaMelo Ball. Try to get another star if you can. But if not, I literally think I, I literally think he's the best pick that they can have at that point. All right, Killian's cold. He's He looks – I want to say he looks NBA ready to me. Just off the couple of highlights I've seen from Killian Hayes. But go ahead, Fabi. Get your question. Uh, Ashley, you as a born New Yorker from New York, <laughs> what type of team would you like to see the Knicks build? A competitive one. <laughs> no, I, I, I really. The thing with the Knicks is it's heartbreaking because there have been small windows. You know, the Carmelo Anthony era. There have been a lot of eras where I feel like we could have done more and we just didn't. We fell short, and that has a lot to do with front office. It has a lot to do with coaching. You know, Dolan is not the best owner. It makes it very hard to make any kind of moves. But like I said, I think the Knicks are headed in the right direction. The front office, um, there are pieces that have changed. I think Coach Tibbs is going to be great for developing young talent. And I think for me, I want to see the Knicks with a well-rounded young group of guys. I don't have any expectations for the Knicks to be playoff contenders, even bottom level, you know, seated. I don't expect, you know, them to wow me. I don't expect to go on and win 60 games. I expect a team that's going to win a couple of games here and there, maybe 30, maybe 25. Um, but they're going to show a lot of promise and a lot of room for development. And I think that's what all Knicks fans want. We want a team that can be developed. We want to stop moving pieces around. One of the Knicks's biggest problems is because they've been so bad at drafting. You had the Porzingis error. Then you have the pick with Frank Nicotilla. I mean, I can never say his name, but, you know, it's just. Nilla Keen. Yeah, Frank yeah it's just been it's just been a disaster at every turn. And you come. Yeah, you keep continually moving pieces around and it's hard to develop a team, especially a team of young guys when you constantly are moving people. I just want to see the Knicks draft guys that they are determined to develop, determined to mold, understand it's not going to happen overnight. 
And hopefully in a year, two years, you can start seeing that come into fruition. I'm tired of doing this game every single season, constantly revolving door of players. It's just enough. And I would like to see us get a veteran player in there somewhere. I want to see us get, you know, a veteran point guard in there if possible. Obviously, they're going to draft one, but I want to see a veteran in there. You know, veteran leadership is, is special and, and can kind of mold those guys. What veterans going to go want to go to a team that's not going to be a playoff contender? That's a different conversation. But I mean, that's the kind of Knicks team that I know me and all fans want to see a team that can be developed. If I had to say a guy, I would pick, I'm going to get this man's last name so wrong. Um, but Dini Avija. He's cold. Guy from, yeah, guy from Israel. Like, I just really, really like his game. I think that he's possessed kind of like a point forward. Like, when I first heard about him, they was ranking him at point guard. And now, later on, like, he's ranked at forward. I kind of think he's like a point forward to me. Like you said, I would rather New York pick a veteran point guard. I think yeah, that's the thing with, with, like, getting young point guards and, like, developing them in recent years. It hasn't worked out. So I would like to see them actually just get, get you know, like a yeah. somebody and just stick him next to R.J. Barrett, help, you know, R.J. along. I think R.J. can, can comfortably play the, play the uh, two, and I think this guy could comfortably play the um, three, and you get him with Randall and Mitchell Robinson. And also, even even if, you know, you want to screen the roles with uh, Dini and, you know, Mitchell and things like that, I think that, that you know, you can do that. You could also have, like I said, Dini run the offense because you have Fred. Fred is also a good shooter. It's not like he can't catch and shoot. He yeah, has yeah. Plays. He has played some well, a lot of off guard in you know um Toronto. So for me, that would be the guy that I would be looking at for any team really that's like seven to ten if he's still left on the board for me personally. And and I think that's why I'm I'm such a big fan of Obi because if you draft Toppin, then he's gonna need a veteran point guard to kind of optimize his ceiling as a player. He's gonna need that leadership. Um, in New York, all the all the players really are going to because again, you have a lot of young guys on that New York Knicks team that are really not where they need to be in development, and you need leadership. But the thing is, is you run the risk. Also, this is what I said earlier. You have to. It takes a certain type of player to go to a team that they know is not competitive, and I don't know. You know, coming unless you unless you've already won a ring like Fred has, and you're going to a team to get paid then it's different. Nobody who has not won a ring is going to go to the New York Knicks. That's especially if you're at the tail end of your career or you're already in your thirties, rather, you're not going to go to a one. You're not going to want to go to a team that is not competitive. You need a veteran point guard who's already won a ring. Who's looking to get paid. The Knicks have the cap space to do it. You just need somebody who's willing to make that move. And right now that would be, you mean, you have Jeff Teague. That's also floating out there. I mean, you have some other guys out there that you can do it, but I mean, I'll be though. Question will be though. Like, yeah. One, do you care? But do you think that would conflict with Julius Randle? Because I think OB best projected as probably at more to the four spot than like the three spot. Again, yeah. do you care? You might not give a damn. But do you think that conflicts at all? Okay. Well, then, I don't okay. care. Okay. Like, because OB OB is 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 gonna has star potential. Julius Randle does not. So you what trade him? You tra trade Randall off? Do you? I mean, I don't think you. Tra I don't think you trade him off. I don't think you trade him off right away. I mean, like I said, the Knicks aren't going to be competitive this year. I mean, this is a development year. They're in the rebuilding stages. You can keep both. I think when it comes when you start really getting into the swing of things, maybe next season you can trade Julius Randall, get you know whatever it is you want for him. I don't think that that's something that the Knicks or I'm even worried about right now because one's going to be a star and one's not going to be a star. Um, and OB is a star and you take the star. I mean, that's, that is what it is. It's, if you take the star, if you're okay with having to develop him, you, if you don't want to develop a player, you take the most NBA ready. The Knicks don't care about that. They're not going 
to do anything substantial this season. So you take a player who you can develop to become a star. I would like LaMelo Ball if I can get him because I know that we can develop him. I know he'd be a huge star in New York. But if Minnesota decides to take him and he ends up there, I, I want Obi. That's that's always been my pick. Does Obi does Obi fall to eight though? Because the Cleveland Cavaliers are high on Obi Toppin. Are they really? Yeah. Um They're gonna have you. they're gonna have Obi and OBJ in the city of Cleveland. <laughs> I thought I <laughs> I thought, uh, well, OBJ might be on his way out. Let's not even get started there. But I thought the Cavs were looking at that guy from Israel. They're looking at both, I believe. The the six nine two fifty guy. Oh, Denny. Yeah, I thought they were. I thought they were like had the sweets for him. Yeah. That's where I think he'll be there first. And if someone takes Denny first, then they go Obi. Denny would make a lot of sense for Cleveland because Cleveland they have two guards that like. Eventually, one of them probably has to go because their backcourt is just entirely too small. I also think that Colin probably best projects as a six-man. I think he starts, but I think Colin best projects as probably like a six-man, come off the bench, get you like 20 points. The one thing that they are missing currently, Cleveland is also a team that I think could possibly, um, if healthy, compete for that. If we if they do the uh, little the little play-in tournament, compete for the Tim C. Cleveland ain't that bad. You should have, especially if you like re-sign Tristan Thompson, one of the better front lines in basketball. You definitely had the best rebounder front line in basketball. He's expected to resign and Andre Drummond just opted into his player option today. So I mean, I mean, like it, I mean like it what wait, 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 they, but they expect Tristan to, to uh resign in um in Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland. Yeah, so like you like so yeah, you you already have one of the better front lines of basketball, especially rebounding. Dini makes a lot of sense. I love Jetty, but Jetty just ain't become yet what I thought Jetty would become. I think he works he hard. Wasted a bottle on that man. I think. I think. That, <laughs> I think he wasted that, a bottle on that I, man. Lying to me. I think that what? Lying to me. So look, so so I I I, I, lying I, to me. I think we made a bet. I said that Jetty would average, I think, thirteen points. He averaged twelve point one. But Jetty just. <laughs> But at first, when I was Jetty, I thought that Jetty can handle the ball. He hasn't really shown working well in the um, pick and roll. Also, his shot isn't the best when he's open. So Jetty just leaves a lot to be desired. If I can get Denny in this position, I get Denny, put him there, and hope that you know Denny could. Denny is a guy who can maybe make a campaign for um, rookie of the year this season. So you know, you get him there. You have him with Kevin Love. You have him with Drummond. We think, hey, why not? Why we can't? You know, get in that play-in game. Well, for the Knicks, I'm sticking with my guy, Isaac Okoro. I think he can yeah. do a lot of different things. The only problem that he really has is the fact that he doesn't have a jump shot. And what the Knicks don't have is a lot of shooters. So you would bring in a guy that is talented. He's also 6'6". That's a big yeah. problem. He's yeah, muscular, but, but he's 6'6", six, six, a very good defender. But very good. How, Physical. Where is he going to start at? At the two or the three? I would think you have to put him – I really think you have to put him at the three. I mean, there's competition there, but ultimately that's what you would want. He See what this like a Tibbs guy from what I've been watching on tape. He's very, very strong, very, very agile, good defense. And but. and he's a great finisher at the rim. Sixty-four percent, if I'm not mistaken. I think the Knicks could use that that rim presence. No disrespect to Julius Randle because he he has flashes, but he's not consistent. I think bringing in Isaac would be consistent, and he could definitely take the Knicks over the top at finishing at the rim at the at the least. And you mentioned defensively, he is pretty talented defensively. He's long, he's lanky, and he's athletic. Those he- things. Go ahead. Is he, is he Jimmy Butler 2.0 for Tibbs or what? <laughs> I hope I hope not because that means his career is going to be whoo. It's going to be a tough one, and can he stay healthy? But yeah, yeah. I think the Knicks should really take a look at this young guy. He's raw. He's 19, coming from a nice program. I think he can get it done with the Knicks. 
are the Bulls looking at that Tyrese? Um, um, no, um, Halberton. He's a guard. He's a he's a guard. Are they looking at him? I'm sure they are. Um, I mean, what he's 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 six five. I would assume at that size you could you could play some defense. You could guard most guards. I mean, obviously you know you six five. Zach Levine to me doesn't seem to be that engaged defensively. They do need a guard. Like I said, they they got rid of Chris Dunn. Sato just ain't really working. They do need a point guard. But I don't think you draft him that high. That's what I think about that. That's a fourth pick. I don't think you yeah, that'd be a fourth. That'd be a fourth pick. Yeah, like yeah, like like I think you can get something better than him at four. If you trade down, which I don't see why the Bulls would do, I think you would be looking to trade up. So I, yeah, um, probably not for the Bulls. No. All right, cool. So let's go ahead. Let's hop back real quick to the Hornets. Um, oh. What do you think they should do? Michael Jordan's in a very tough position right now. What's, I'm sorry, Russell Westbrook <laughs> to be kind of the only player that is actually interested in going to play in Charlotte. Um, I actually think LaMelo Ball would be great there if he could yeah. fall to three. I actually would prefer for him to go and play in Charlotte. Um, and I, You did all that young and lost your voice, bro? No, uh-uh, I just, what do you mean? His drink, his drink is starting to kick in. Let me leave. Let me leave? You good, bro? Nah, his drink, his drink's starting to kick in. <laughs> These mango cards, by the way, um, we're not sponsored by them, but go get your mango cards. Yeah. Go I got a, a, a pineapple card. Exactly, bro. Let's, Let's go. get it. Hey, cheers, I am drinking. Uh, yeah. I have water. I'm drinking a Porto that I can't pronounce. It's like Chateau. I actually, I actually think that Anthony Edwards can end up falling to the Hornets. Don't you do that to me, Ashley. Don't you Sorry. do that. I do. I, I like LaMelo with the Hornets, like Thomas just said. I, I don't think I don't I really don't think that the Timberwolves are gonna do this. I don't think the Timberwolves are gonna do the smart thing and trade oh. down. I think that they're gonna hold on to that number one draft pick. I think they've been waiting for something like this to happen to them to fall into their lap. And I think that Anthony Edwards is gonna be a steal for the Hornets. I mean, it's not a steal at three, but I mean, when I say a steal, I mean for him to not go number one or be able to to be able to take him, um, that would be. I mean, that's a talent right there. I'm a big Anthony Edwards fan. You want to bet, Ashley? You want to put some bread on it? If I'm them, I take Obi Toppin. I like Obi Toppin. Who, Charlotte? Yeah, Charlotte. They got enough. They got enough guards out there. Give me somebody that can play down low, G. I'm sick of watching Cody Zeller or whoever the hell that's been down there. All of them guys. I don't even know their name, G. I See, know. <laughs> I just can literally envision. He's so disrespectful. I, I, just, I can just literally. Envision I don't even know their names. I can just literally envision a vertical right now, like, and they're not jumping that high. It's like, nah, see, get them out of here. Go so rude. Somebody, so rude. See, 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 me, I'm going to go with, I cannot pronounce his Spencer name. Halls and all I cannot pronounce his name. Anika Owonga. Sounds right to me. Okay. The kid from Kino? <laughs> from Kino, yeah. yeah. yeah the, reason, the reason, the reason, I'm sorry, the re USC? Yeah. yeah, the reason why I'm going to go with him is because I, I, I think he can play both the four and the five yeah, and he can he move can. his feet. And especially with the way the league is going, like big side to be able to guard out. You just can't sit down there in the paint. Like, especially you see what, you know, I'm not saying he's bam, but maybe he can do some bam type things. I think that that's a guy that maybe, you know, you go get. I like him a lot. Especially so you have, you, you have, have him Denver, over James Wiseman? Like bam huh? You have him over James Wiseman as the I'm first big. No, I'm saying Bam as far as like his size and and I, and I think. Well, he said that he wants to be the next Bam. He says like, he admires him as a player. He wants to be that kind of a player. So it's not far fetched to like he's about your size. Y'all kind of got. He got a bulk up too. He need to put on about 20 pounds of muscle. Yeah, but like you got kind of the same. He's 245. He still need to get bigger though to me. 
No, I mean he's he's yeah. six nine, two forty five. Yeah, LeBron weighed two fifty five on a good day. What you gonna do? That's LeBron, bro. Come LeBron's on. a freaking oh, nature. Oh, oh, earlier when we were talking about LeBron's gonna be defending these guys and he's gonna be tossing him around. Was LeBron that big when he got? Was LeBron that big when he got into the league though? Like two twenty five when he got. Huh? The league. I'm not comparing him to LeBron offensively. I'm saying he's gonna be going up against guys that are bigger than him. I be, I, I really believe he's gonna need to bulk up more. I truly believe that. Like I, I look at a lot of these guys that were tossing their weight around in college, and even a lot of those guys like Obi Toppin and, and Wiseman, as well as Anthony Edwards have been talking about, and I watched a lot of their pre-draft coverage about how they've really been focused on getting in the weight room because they know that they all need to bulk up before they go into this NBA season. Kobe Bryant himself has also talked about how he didn't get better and hit that maximum level until he really bulked up and got enough muscle to be able to deal with the grind of the NBA season. I like yeah. him. He's good. He's athletic. He's long. He can rebound. He's decent. Seven to the wings, man. He's yeah. decent. He's decent in the mid range and in the post, but he has to get bigger because I really believe that guys will just be pushing him off the block. Like that's just how I feel about uh, about a lot of these guys. Except for except for Toppin, I think Anthony Edwards will have a um, you know will have a lot of trouble as well because guys will already be as big as him. I feel like Anthony Edwards has a quote unquote NBA ready body, but I feel like he's been playing against inferior competition, and that's what I worry about for him because I feel like he's got an NBA ready body. He's gonna come in and start playing against guys that are on his same level. Is he going to still look the same? Which is why, if I'm Charlotte, I take him. Yeah, I put him in some Jordan team, in some team Jordans. If I'm Mike, if I'm Mike G, I put Anthony Edwards in some team Jordans. You know what I mean? But personally, <laughs> I would take Obi Toppin and get him some team Jordans too. Some of the ones like Melo. I don't know. I actually know. don't. I actually don't think he's going to go in the top five. I think he's actually going to fall in the lap of Washington. That would be incredible for Washington with um John Wall coming back. Throw yeah. That man if he comes, yeah. Hopefully he comes. I think he. I think he would. I think that would be terrible for them. Did you not see Rui Hachimari last year? Yeah, but they, I know, but you can, you can have them both. They really, but they really, they really need a, a defensive anchor. That, and they have Thomas that. Bryant, but I think yeah, that who we gave away for nothing. Tall. They need somebody that's seven feet tall. No, they don't. Most nine. teams don't play with a seven footer. Yeah, the Lakers are the only anomaly out there, and that's why they won a championship. Daniel, okay, Daniel, they won what? Daniel. They won what? That's why they won the championship because <laughs> they were the only Miami has a seven footer essentially and, just didn't work. And, and what was and he's six. chucking up threes and breaking people's arms in previous. No, years. Kelly Kelly Olynyk is seven feet. And to get it, I said really? what he doing. He was in that. Yeah. Like, what, no, I, I thought he was six eleven. He was chucking up threes and he I was think he's like six eleven and a half. Whatever, Chris. Exactly, Jace. No, I think he. I think he's. Let me look. I think he's actually seven feet. I think he's six eleven. He might be six ten. Seven footer in this draft. I think Myers Leonard's a seven footer. Which I think he's, he's on the bench. I think he's a seven footer. And he's on yeah, the Kelly bench. Kelly Olynyk is six eleven. Let me see. Mm, run me my money. <laughs> Shut up, Chris. You already owe me ten. How much you yeah, want to make it now? Myers Myers Leonard is a seven footer, and he is useless. So on the bench, exactly. He's useless. Yeah, Myers Leonard is useless. Thirteenth no, no, man. No, no. Now, what was you saying when the season was going on? Don't slander Myers Leonard. I, I didn't say that. Man. Don't be slandering him. Who said that? Who said that? Myers Leonard. You. you I, that's never. That is. Everybody. Everybody watching that has never come out of my mouth. That is. Hey, check the tweets. Go back and put the tape on. I've never said that. I've never said that. I've said that about Kelly Olynyk. I've said that about Kelly Olynyk. I've said that about Kelly Olynyk. I've never said that about Myers Leonard. Myers Leonard can go back to Portland for all I care. Right. Like, oh, last pick out of wow. night. Actually, actually, last two, real quick, I want to talk about the Atlanta Hawks. Who should they take with the six number? Trade the pick. pick. Trade the pick. I have trade no idea what the Hawks trade should it. do. Trade it. Trade it. To who, though? The, anybody who want to give them something that will work right now. The Hawks are the thing where you, where, you <laughs> have been, where yeah, like, a lot of young guys. 
like you Why been, hate you Kuzma? Been, you have been stockpiling assets for at least the past four to five years, and you have a ready-made star right now. Like again, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna rate Trey Young top ten, top whatever, but he is a ready-made star right now. It's time for the Atlanta Hawks to actually start to win some actual basketball games because they're in the East and you could be in the playoffs next year. So yeah. trade that pick. Especially I don't want you to if that they pick. get Gordon Hayward, which who they're looking to potentially land uh, because they have enough cap space to actually absorb his deal. So that'll be very, very interesting. I think Gordon Hayward and Trey Young, Gordon Hayward, Trey Young, and John Collins um, get you to the playoffs. What about I Isaac O'Connor? I, I think it at least gets you to that 10 seed. Which is what no, what Isaac to the Knicks. Isaac to the Knicks. I Oh, no, I mean, I no. the he listen. The Hawks have the pick before the Knicks. Isaac Oparo could end up in, in Atlanta. I don't want. I, don't I, I think I got Cam Reddish and I got DeAndre Hunter. I got Cam and I got Hunter. I don't want him. Yeah, you got Cam, DeAndre Hunter, and you got John Collins, and, and you got Clint Capella, and, and you got Capella. Yeah, exactly. You got a. You got a. Why are the Hawks not extending? Yeah, but they can. They can use. They can use depth at the wing, though. Not another young guy. They had like. And they got a Horter. Kevin Horter. Kevin Huerta. White Huerta. chocolate. Huerta. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get these names right, dude. Huerta. Kevin Huerta. De- Deontay, Dante who, Pavi? Who? We got Dante White Dante. Who? Dante. No, no, no. Steven Chinzo. I wanted Pavi to say it, but Pavi said But the thing about Isaac, though, he can also play defense. And that's something that's beneficial to the Hawks if they did take uh, Beneficial to the Knicks more than anything, but I feel you. No, but I'm saying, yes, but, I mean, the Hawks definitely have more of an opportunity to be a playoff contender than the Knicks, let's be honest. So, like, if you – if he, Isaac did end up going there, I mean, he plays better he, – he plays decent enough defense where the Hawks could utilize him, maybe not in the traditional way in which his position is for, but they can definitely utilize him in other ways. It's it's I a possibility. No it's a possibility. Yeah. yeah. So, so. so, I don't believe that the Phoenix Suns got any picks that were this year from – um, the Oklahoma City Thunder. So, uh, or, or, or sent anyone's out as well. So, what are your thoughts on the Phoenix Suns and what they should do um, at the tenth pick? They have the tenth pick. Obviously, they just acquired Chris Paul. They have a relatively young team. They have Monty Williams. They have a young roster that was a borderline playoff team, which is why I said it matters if you get a guy that can help you get to that tenth seed. Um, uh, what do you guys think about that? What should well, for one, can we? Or, I mean, can sorry, we? What do you all think about that? Before we address that, can we pour one for the homie? Kelly, real quick. <laughs> for the Valley Boys, rest in peace to the Valley Boys. Every game is gonna be a battle between them two. Fit off. One time, one time for the Valley Boys, they had a good run. Yeah, they tried, but he had to get thoughts. What are your thoughts? There's a kid. Um, I'm gonna let me see if I can look up his name. Oh, um, hey, um, Killian Hayes. Um, he's yeah. German. That I, I heard that the Suns are kind of interested in. They've been tapping in, tapping out with him. He's a point guard. Um, he'd be I mean, he'd yeah. be pretty cool off the bench for the Suns. Yeah, he'd be he'd be a good person to get off the bench. I mean, obviously, he's going to have a lot of development, especially when you come from overseas. It's it's a totally different game, and those guys tend to, especially that young. I think he's only like nineteen or twenty years old. Like, um. It tends to need a little bit more refining, but to come off the bench, I mean, they do have skilled players overseas. That's one thing I will give those European basketball leagues credit for. I mean, those guys come out and they're ready to go. They're war ready. They're built. Like, they're playing with grown men. So um, I think that'd be a nice pickup for – listen, scoring is not going to be 
this song's problem. Let's let's be honest. It's not going to be an issue for them. And I think they need somebody that they can develop, just relieve Devin Booker a little bit when need be. But these these guys, I mean, Phoenix is going to be a problem. I think they need a little bit of help off that bench because I'm looking at their roster, yeah. and you got DeAndre, you got Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Michael, Mikael Bridges, Cameron Johnson. And that's you it. You got to go. Pretty much. So now you got to look like who is going to help this team? Like, where's their shooters? And I think one guy you got to look at is from Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt, and that's Aaron Neesmith. He's a lights-out shooter. He's about 6'6", and I think he can fit really well with this young – well, not with this young team outside of Chris Paul, but I think he'll fit really well with this team. I like his versatility. He's not a great defender, but he can he can get the job done. He's athletic enough to do so. And he can also create off the dribble. He's not a guy that can just run around and shoot threes all day. He can actually catch it, create off the dribble if he needs to. And if you're looking for a guy that can come off the bench, be a six-man, I think he is number one candidate in this draft in that regard. He does have to put on some weight. You're talking about Hayes, right? No, Aaron oh, Vanderbilt. Okay, well, regarding go back to Hayes real quick, he needs to put on some weight. I mean, he's six. He, I mean, actually, he's got a. He may have to lose a couple pounds. He's only six five, 185 pounds. I mean, I don't know if that's muscle or if that's just baby fat. He is still super young, but like he may have to either bulk up or bulk down a little bit. Depends on what his game is going to be like. But I mean. Your pick sounds decent too. They the bench help is really where Phoenix yeah. is is needs. Yeah, and that's why I went team. with him because I feel like he's not going to start instantly, but his potential and what he can bring to the Phoenix Suns as being with Chris Paul and those guys, I think it'll be a benefit for him and the team because I think he just fits that roster right now. If they were to draft this guy, I really like what he can bring to this team. Um, me personally, I may be going off name, but uh, I mean this one guy. He was right. I think he was a top point guard coming out of his class. And I, I'm, you know, I, I know he had a rough year last year in North Carolina. He also got hurt. But Cole Anthony. Oh, Cole. Right? Yep. Mm-hmm, Cole yeah. Anthony. Like you have Chris Paul. Obviously, Chris Paul is 35 years old. He's not going to be there forever. He's a guy that, you know, you can, you know, groom. And, you know, by year three, year four, when Chris Paul is on his way out, he can, you know, step in. He's also 6'3. He's not small, 6'3, you know, um, 6'4. And again, he was. I, head over heels, the best point guard in his class. I know he went to North Carolina. They struggled, you know, uh, last year a little bit. And I think he had a meniscus issue last year as well, if I'm not mistaken, which kind of messed him up a little bit. But I'm going to go Cole Anthony. Why not? That may be a little bit early. I may be swinging for the fences, but I'm going to go Cole Anthony. Yeah, you're swinging for the fences, yeah, but I respect yeah, it. And I actually disagree with you. I think Cole Anthony, um, in terms of my biggest bust that I have for this. <laughs> oh, <wow>. damn. Literally. Literally, I'm looking at my draft notes. I'm looking at my draft notes. Thomas my sleepers, is cruel. My sleepers that I have are Cassius Stanley, okay. Trey Jones. I like Cassius Stanley as a sleeper. Um, I like Cassius Stanley. Alexis Poltukuskiski uh, from, mm. from Europe. He plays like Charles Lewis. I think he would be great for the Suns, but that would be like drafting him way too high. Yeah. Um, And I think that Isaac Okoro would be a good pick for the Suns as well. But in terms of like people that I was most impressed about in terms of mentally, it was Obi Toppin and Anthony Edwards. But the people that I thought was going to be the biggest bust was Cole Anthony and Anthony Edwards. So. <laughs> you're so you're, mean. You said Anthony Edwards? Anthony Edwards? Bro, oh, yeah. get up. Log off. Go. You're done. Log. Mute your mic. All that. You're done. No, you what? no, time out. Why why do you say and time out, time out, time out? Why do you say I'm gonna come on the covers and tell you to log off? Why do you say and why do you say and tell you to log off? Chris, hold on. Come on your shit and tell you to log off. I wanna hear I wanna hear your shit and tell you all the fuck off. Fuck out of here. 
I want to know why. I want to know the reasoning. Boy. I want to know the reasoning, Thomas. Oh, Thomas is on drugs. What's the, re- what's the reasoning? What's the reasoning? Oh, I also don't know why everyone is Harden's going to the Celtics right now. Huh? I want to know why everyone in the comments is saying Harden's going to the Celtics. Bullshit, okay. they be to, they be I had to like check my phone for a bit. I was kind of no. Crazy. Hold on a second. I, I, I want to know. I want to know what. I want to know what <laughs> reasoning. Times when you weren't listening to me earlier. You never. You, you, you never said he. Oh, you never. Time out. Go back and actually listen. He to what said he's gonna be a bus, Ashley. He's on drugs. I'm trying to ask him why. You never said why. Never said he was gonna be a bus. I said earlier. I said I don't believe that he will have a ton of success in the NBA. Number one because of his body he has an nba ready body he was playing against guys that were smaller he was driving to the rim he was dunking on people or he was shooting contested threes in college that's not going to work in the nba the same way that is going to work as it worked in college especially against the competition that he was going at i articulated that and said that at least 10 times earlier y'all just weren't listening because y'all heard what y'all wanted to hear because we were still on the freaking Kobe Bryant no, thing. No, we so were talking about was, LaMelo Ball and how Anthony was LaMelo? Edwards and who, we should, and who should be taken. And I was literally telling you why I would not take Anthony Edwards and why I would take LaMelo Ball. And I explained thoroughly why I said what I said. Y'all so just why, is Cole, why is Cole Anthony going to be a bust? I think Cole Anthony is going to be a bust because I was looking at a lot of what he does. His form is not really good. I don't like his form. He has so because his form shot. isn't good, he's going to be a bust. Yes, because he's a guy. No, because he's a because he's a guy that people look at as being a, someone that is offensively strong. Did you see um, Lonzo's form? Yeah, but what is Lonzo Ball right now? You talking to me like like I'm just asking a question. I'm asking you a motherfucking question. Answer the goddamn question. <laughs> okay. What is hey, Lonzo hey, Ball hey, right hey, now? Hey, hey, what the hey, fuck look. is Lonzo right hey, now? He hey, ain't look, nothing right hey, look. now. He trashed hey, right TP, now. TP, he might TP. not even be on the team by the end of tomorrow. Thomas, bro. Be comparing TP. him to Lonzo Ball. TP. And if that's TP. a ringing endorsement as to why you should draft him, get out of here. Stop playing. Go you ahead. stop playing. No, you. I stop will say this. The homie, the homie, the homie just sent me an article about Anthony Edwards. It don't really sound the best. Exactly, bro. Read that shit. It's gonna say exactly what the fuck I just said. Wait, is this? No. Is this? Is it? Am I for sure? But well, why does? Okay, let me. Can we backtrack to one thing though? Where you spoke about his form being the reason okay. that he's gonna be a bust? <laughs> is it? Is it? Is it form? Wait, Chris, shut up. Is it? That wasn't even me talking. That was Patty. No, you're laughing. Isn't isn't form one of those things that could be corrected? Yeah. Why does that make him yeah, a bust? Because his because his hitch is like a Lonzo hitch where it kind of comes from the middle of his body and up through like this. I don't know how he's gonna fix this motion because he's used to bringing it up this way instead of just straight up. I don't know Lonzo how he's gonna fix it. That. Not really, bro. What do you call fixing it? Lonzo is still one of the streakiest shooters in the NBA. He shot like 36, 37 percent from three last year. Listen, listen, listen. If we're talking about what if we're talking about this being a weak draft class and you want to take a smart draft pick, Cole Anthony is not a smart draft pick to me. I don't believe his jump shot form and his ability to be able to create buckets off the dribble is going to be good enough. I don't believe that. I really don't. I don't. I do not believe that. I He's do not believe that. I sat and watched like 20 minutes of the man playing. Over and over, he's scoring. I'm like, gee, how you going to do that in the NBA with guys that's bigger than you that's guarding you? Anytime they want to take you out on a matchup, they're going to put another man that's bigger than you or more physical up on you. They're going to get in your body. A guy like an Avery Bradley type going to get in your body, and you're not going to be able to get no shots off. You're going to be frustrated looking at the referee the entire time. I feel when the he's... same way about Anthony Edwards. They're going to get in his body. 
and it's going to not be the same for him. I really believe that. I really believe that guys are going to step up, get in these guys' body, and it's not going to be the same for them. They was doing this against guys that, 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 that didn't look like physical specimens to me. I didn't see nobody out there that Anthony Edwards was dunking on. That I'm like, yo, that guy going top five in the drive, that guy's number one. He went out there dunking over 80 or DeMarcus Cousins. So, no. I'm this sorry. guy said Cole Anthony shoot like Kevin Martin. Exactly. I actually was going to say Kevin Martin. But Kevin, Kevin Martin, Martin was, was actually, a great shooter. Kevin Martin was decent. Great shooter. Kevin Martin was having 25. Decent. He was decent, but this is the difference. Kevin someone Martin, said, Kevin is, Martin, someone Anthony said, they got to be that good. Someone said, this is actually a really good question. It's a good question for you to answer, Thomas. He said, hold on, is the class week or is the scouting week? I think scouting it's a week. bit of both. Scouting. I think this, I think this class is not weak. Um, I think that you have, I think you have about uh, three to five, you know, franchise changing guys in this draft. I believe Cassius Stanley is a guy that was highly touted, but didn't necessarily do what you want him to do at Duke. Because he went He's to a, Duke. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So he's a guy. That you mean puke? I mean, yeah, so he's a guy that would do well. He probably would get drafted either late first or really more like early second round. I think Jalen Brunson, um, um, like most equal comparison in the draft is Trey Jones. And I think a team looking for a solid point guard that's going to come in, defend, has worked on his shot and developed his shot. It, you know, he's a guy you want to take. I think that guy from Europe that I was talking about that plays like Rashard Lewis, I think the Spurs might actually mess around and take him. With the number, the Spurs. Hold on. And you know the Spurs love international players. Spurs. Hold on a minute. Wait a minute. What they pick? Oh no, they have the 11th pick. The Spurs have the 41th pick. So if he falls that late into the draft, I expect the Spurs to pick him and for him to go there and be there starting three to four in the future. I also think that a guy like Isaac Okoro is very, very underrated, and he's going to be a guy that's going to be able to come in and instantly be able to change things and frustrate guys, kind of like Avery Bradley, but I think he's a little bit bigger and a little bit stronger than him. So I think the, the, the scouting is not terrible in this draft. I just think that we haven't had enough tape on a lot of these guys. That's why when we argued early, I'm literally asking you, what are these? What have you seen from these guys that they have specifically done that you didn't like? You telling me LaMelo Ball's shot selection is bad is not – I don't really care about that. He was there to sell tickets in in um, um, in Australia. So they want him to jack up all them shots. In the, Who said his shot the, selection was bad? I did. It's, it's pretty bad. Everybody on the panel was talking about how his shot selection was not the greatest and how – I said his shooting to, percentage was trash. But that part of that is, is, is it ties into his, his shot selection. Got so it. Even with that being said, if he even if Lamelo, even if New York randomly wind up trading up and getting Lamelo, Tibbs is not going to let Lamelo just go out there and jack up dickhead shots. He didn't let Derrick Rose do it. He won't let Lamelo do it. Even Derrick Rose, although he's flying, rim flying, all that kind of stuff, Tibbs always kept him within control, and everything he was doing was a high percentage <laughs> shot for Derrick Rose. I don't believe if Lamelo Ball goes with a good coach that he's just going to continuously throw up non-high percentage shots and miss them. I also think that that, that we vastly underrate NBA team um, um, development as well as NBA coaches just having enough faith in guys to point out spots where they need to get better. I think Lamelo's game should be every single night, just like Kobe did. He said, "I didn't practice the same shot before every game." I practiced different shots because I scouted that night before how they was going to play me, and I knew that if one night I needed to play in the mid-range, I'm going to take 15 shots in the mid-range. One game, if they doubling me, I'm going to take more threes. That's what LaMelo Ball needs to do. He needs to stop taking errant and random shots and actually go out, shoot, play smartly like Trey Young does. Trey Young still takes a lot of dickhead shots, but he plays within himself. That's what I think. This is this is a, this is a bigger Trey Young. If Trey Young was six foot seven, Trey Young would be the best player in the NBA. Oh, facts. This yeah. is a this is a take. So for if Lamelo Ball can be close to him, fine. 
That's a take for you. Yeah, but if he remind me of Donovan Mitchell, then that means he don't play no defense, and that does nothing for Minnesota, which means that they still He gets buckets, though. What are you talking about? They, they, I don't <laughs> get, like, defense wins championships. And nobody, but you was... But you, you said, hold on. You, hold early, on. Whoa, we got to... Yeah, no, your team... No, wait a minute. Number one, your team gave up more points and scored less. So That's you not what you said. <laughs> That's not what you said. I said, that That's the, not I, what you I, said. I said, I said, who scored more points? The Lakers, right? That, no, who, right who gave up less? No, right back. No, right back. Run it back before that. Run it back before that. Run it back before that. No, run it back before that. Run it back before that. When I said, when I said, I think we were talking either about Lamelo or somebody else, and I said he doesn't play defense. You said who cares? Nobody plays defense in the NBA. So why do you care about who plays defense or whatever when it comes to Edwards? Because because as I said before, Anthony Edwards already has an NBA ready made body. You're sitting up here arguing me that Lamelo balls. I said that. What? Can you, you ask me a question. I'm answering. Okay, go ahead, sir. You, go ahead. You, you say I cut you off, and you do the same thing. Okay. That's just what we okay. do here. So, so like literally, he has an NBA ready body already. So if you got an NBA ready body already, and you can't play no defense, and they blowing past you, and they can muscle you up, G, how much better you gonna get, G? At least with Lamelo, you can bank on him to put more muscle on. You know, his brother is a solid defensive player. He he, he can always train with his brother and, and develop his defensive principles. Actually, if you watch a lot of the scouts' video on Lamelo. Their biggest beef with him is kind of like people's beef with Harden, is that he doesn't try enough for them on defense, but when he actually does try, he can get into the passing lanes and create a lot of steals. So he's a guy that I envision that could be maybe like an AI type of defender where he might not necessarily get you a bunch of stops, but he can at least get you a few turnovers per game in terms of steals that will be able to help negate the fact that he is not a great defender. Because there are a lot of guys that are terrible defenders in the NBA that don't get steals, period. Yeah. Who can be AI? Does this man just say Allen Iverson? Who can be AI? On defense, yes. I I know exactly what I just said. Allen Iverson on defense was usually a mismatch, but the thing that he did best was he played the passing lanes and he anticipated passes very well, which is why he was always a top 10 guy in steals in the NBA. So therefore, when although he was giving up possessions on offense, he still played the passing lanes and you had to at least make sure that when Allen Iverson was on the floor, you playing smart. Allen Iverson was also my height. Allen Iverson won 6'7", 190, soon to be 6'7", 210, 220. That's all I'm saying. So you, so then you, so then you agree, so then you agree with the fact that defense matters. Is that, I just want to get that out there. My point is they're not going anywhere anyways. It's the same point that I had about Tom Brady and the Patriots. The Patriots not going nowhere anyways. If they, literally, they're not going nowhere anyways. No, no, literally, they're not going nowhere anyway. So like, at least if you have Brady, it's like, cool, you maybe it might have made the playoffs, you might have been trash, whatever. But you're not going nowhere anyway. So at least the man can be there, you can get hyped, you can get riled up. He can at least make some difference and do something. These guys are not going to win anyways. You telling me D'Angelo Russell, Anthony Edwards, and Carl Anthony Towns are making the Western Conference playoffs? Who said no, anything about they're that? They're sneaking into the 10th seat at the. We best. never said that they were though. So, but you told me if they want to contend and they need to draft Anthony Edwards. When I said, but if you, if you, if you would have listened to my latter portion of that statement, what I said was, if they want to be in the playoffs at any seed, then you take the player who's most NBA ready. That is what I said. Well, he's not going to make them get into the playoffs any more than. Like, so Lamelo will. Yes. Yes. I truly believe that. I truly believe okay. that. I think what you can't teach is people's ability to be able to pass, to have court vision, and to be able to score off the dribble. Anthony Edwards scores a lot off the dribble, but all of his stuff is usually contested. LaMelo is six seven. He does have a hard time shedding defenders and being able to get off and get his shot one on one, but also he's six seven. He can get to the rim. I think he can his also shoot and create space. In the NBA. He, huh? 
I think his shots won't be as contested in the NBA. I, exactly, I think which that I think will lend no, 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 no. I'm saying, I'm saying Edwards though. I said I think it will be actually. I, I actually think it will be. I think that Edwards is the guy who does his body control is so smooth. He's not the game. I think that reminds me of Lance Stevenson. I think that Edwards. I, I, I personally think that Edwards is a guy that college probably actually held him back because court is smaller. He needs more space. And again, he was also you can say at the same Georgia. Thing about he didn't you can say play in college. college. Also, also, the thing that I really like about LaMelo <laughs> Ball is that LaMelo Ball is a great pick and roll player. You tell that's me fair. LaMelo that's Ball fair. Carl Anthony Towns pick and roll wouldn't be great. With yeah, yeah, but they that'd be great. Let, already. Me Let me finish. Y'all always want to say I cut y'all. Let me finish. Let <laughs> we me were agreeing with you. Okay, we said that'd said, be great. Finish. But listen, imagine a Carl Anthony Towns pick and roll or, or D'Angelo Russell pick and roll with LaMelo or D'Angelo Russell off to the corner or off on the wing where they can pump fake and get to the rim if they want to or create a play or create another pass for another guy. Anthony Edwards is a guy that's going to take it to the rim and he's going to be getting this shit smacked for the first time of his career. All right. You say that. You say that, bro. Smacked? Yeah. He has body control. He's not gonna be running around like All a chick, right, like a head, like right, a chicken bro. with his head cut off. He's he is, around. No, he is he capable. Is a, Anthony All Edwards right. is a six foot seven freight train, bro. Tabby that has control. Tabby, 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 defend Tabby, Edwards. Defend but he has, Tabby. he has control. He is capable of going to the but basket and creating a shot. Smaller defenders, bro. And he's gonna continue to do it. At least with Lamelo, guess what? No, wait a minute. One second. One second. One second. At least with Lamelo, the the. The, the Australian Basketball League come and play every year against the NBA in the preseason. So at least their teams are playing against NBA-level competition. These guys playing in college against random guys in random conferences aren't playing against yes, NBA-level competition yes, or yes, guys that could even play against yes, NBA farm-level yes, competition. Yes, but, the Australian League is not playing against the G League. They're playing against the NBA teams. That's my point. But go yes, ahead. One I'm seven, done. Boom, boom. Yes, yes. But again, the thing about guys like Edwards or even the Donovan Mitchell and guys like that is the court is too small for their athleticism. You can zone up, you can do things against them that you can't do in the NBA because there's more space on the court. So yes, maybe yes, he's running up against, he's going to do that against a, against Anthony Davis. But if you got Cat on the team, AD probably not even underneath the rim because he's spread out. So he's has an NBA body, he has NBA athleticism, and he's a guy that I don't think his play style fits well for college. Same thing with Cassius Stanley. I believe that because the same thing that Gilbert said. He said that, yo, like Cassius is like a guy that he go to college, it may not work for him, but he goes to the NBA, he's an NBA talent. Same with Russell Westbrook. Russ was dope in college. He was cool. He gets to the NBA, he's Russell Westbrook. Why? Because you can't do that shit in college because they playing zone on you. In the NBA, you can just run down lane and jump up and dunk. So, so I, I think that Edwards. There, I, dis, I personally disagree with that. You have personally asked Doc Rivers numerous times this year about the, his use of the zone. The zone is actually coming back in the NBA. We saw the Miami Heat play a lot of it. We've seen the Lakers. But it's not like college, bro. Yes, like yes, but it's not like college. You still gonna get a zone, and, and it's, it's not, not like get college. Best defender every night. It's, listen, listen. One is not like college, and every team doesn't run it yet, and every team can't run it effectively. You also need the players to be able to play zone. Yes, yes, you do see zone. From about four teams, you don't see zone from all thirty teams the in the team league because all teams can't. Okay, but you don't play them every single night. You can still average twenty five doing that. That's what I'm saying. When but, you average twenty five? Huh? No, it's it's cool. I know you gotta go. You can go ahead and dip out. We are gonna get ready to get out of here soon, anyways. All right. But, uh, but go ahead, get your plug in. Talk to the people. As always, man, follow me on Twitter at Pappy Word P A V Y Word all one word. Go check out my new song. Let it to my exes is it's, uh, out right now, and this has been really really fun, guys. Can't wait to do this. What Thursday again? Yeah, Thursday again. This is bad. Very, very, very fun. Can't wait. To All do it things again. free agency, baby. All righty, let's get it. So let's talk real quick about Russell Westbrook's trade value, and then let's get ready to get out of here. 
His trade value has gone down. He's not worth picks. He obviously can't just get traded for picks. He has to get traded for salary going out. Um, is he stuck in Houston? What do you guys think about it? Or do you think that um, going to Charlotte will be a better option, which I think for him, if he can go to Charlotte, I think I think that negates Charlotte. Charlotte's need for LaMelo Ball, and I'm fine if I'm Charlotte giving up that number three pick, and I let the Rockets try to figure it out. Fine. Have fun figuring it out. I'm going to get him. And honestly, I'm going to probably get him Terry Rozier. Take him, because... You figure that out. Have fun with that. Have fun with have fun with James Harden and Terry Rozier. Um, you know, dribble ISOs. Yeah, I think it's what the number three pick, um, Nicholas Batum and someone else for Russell Westbrook just to make salaries match. We'll honestly, see. Honestly, that Nick Batum trade is not bad for the Rockets. I actually like that Nick Batum trade. And honestly, if I'm the Rockets and I get that number three pick, depending upon who's left at that number three pick, even if Lamelo's left at that number three pick, I'm taking that man. I'm telling y'all, I'm taking that man. The NBA is about commerce. I, it's a business. They want to make money. They've been losing money. You can't tell me these small market teams that can't afford these contracts don't want these guys with big contracts to actually get the hell out of here and to be able to get guys that they know can sell jerseys and move social media impressions. I think we are I think we are thinking too much about old media and these new guys run the internet. LaMelo Ball got 600,000 Instagram followers right now. You telling me the Minnesota Timberwolves can't use some retweets or the or the or the, or the Charlotte Hornets can't use retweets or you know LeVar Ball being around the Hornets and Michael Jordan, you know, if I'm Michael Jordan, literally you got to sun that man in front of the public. Sun that man or talk to that man to say, "Hey, you either shut up or we or me and you going to have some problems." Or do like I said, First day, you draft that man. Tomorrow, after I draft that man, I call LeVar. I got the private jet waiting at Chino Hills for you. Get in the car. Come here. I want to have a meeting with you. He walk in. It ain't no tables. It's a basketball court. It's a pair of shorts. It's a couple cameras. And it's a few reporters. We playing one-on-one. I'm finna dust his ass, and I'm going to say, if you would say anything, this tape is going out to the public. I'm going to let the reporters tweet about it. They can't take no video. And then we're going to see who the big ball is then. And then you set him up, you go and you take his kids, sell jerseys. I really, really think we are not paying attention to the financial implications of what is going on with the NBA. And I get a lot of flack for it on this show for talking about the NBA being a business. But it is a business, first of all. And I think Russ is bad for business unless he's going to essentially commit, stay there, and try to galvanize that franchise. And I think with him being a Jordan guy, that's the only realistic destination I can see him going or the Knicks, but honestly, if he plays for Tibbs, Russ gonna play one more season, and then we're not gonna see Russ no more. Cause everybody that played for Tibbs, sayonara, I'll let you later, player. Peace out. I think you know, I I agree. I don't think Russell Westbrook and Tibbs would be a good match. I think Tibbs is the kind of coach who needs a young player or young players rather around him, people who don't really have existing egos, guys who can be easily molded, who can easily be told what to do, are really just hungry and ready to learn, to adapt, just happy for an opportunity to play in the NBA. I don't think Russell Westbrook is that guy. Obviously, he's been in the league for you know too long to have that kind of a mentality. I think Charlotte would be a good fit. But like I said, I in the beginning of this, I don't think that the Rockets are going to be in any rush to trade him or Harden. And why would they? All the cards are in their favor. I mean, Unless, you know, a pick is in the future, like you guys said, and that's a different situation because then you can start readjusting and you can start rebuilding your team and start preparing for the future because every draft essentially is preparing for the future. Um, but if it's anything outside of that, if they're not even, you know, thinking that far ahead, I just don't see them in a rush to trade Westbrook. And it's unfortunate, you know, speaking on more of a personal note, for me, it's unfortunate that this is 
happening to Westbrook because I'm a huge Westbrook fan. I've been since he got into the league. Um, I'm kind of I'm getting reminiscence of not so drastically, but I'm getting reminiscence of what happened. I that I was I was literally just I literally, about to bring that up. I an episode where I said Russell Westbrook will be mellow, and I have a picture of him in a New York Knicks jersey. <laughs> you can go back, you can look that up. Go to uh, SoundCloud.com/slash/hoopsandbrews, and you can see that cover there. I literally said it. To me, it's unfor- to me that's unfortunate because you know that's the same it's the same feelings I had with Carmelo and how the league was doing him and how teams were doing him. Oh, he's washed. He's this. He's that. And then to see him, you know, kind of rise from the ashes out in Portland has been phenomenal to watch. And it's and I'm hoping that you know we see him in Portland again because I don't think Melo's done. But the same kind of narrative is being um, constructed about. Um, Russ, and it's interesting, you know, that his determination is to be this floor general. And if that was the case, it was almost interesting why he would even leave OKC in the first place, unless it was just that he was just fed up. Because if that was your only, if that is your biggest selling point to a team is being the leader, the floor general, as he called it, then, or as reportedly he called it, then why leave OKC in the first place? You know, you were, that was your team. You were the leader. You were the general. You were Napoleon. Like that, you were the guy. So then you go to Houston, you play Robin to Harden's Batman, and now you don't like the outcome. It's just, I don't understand what the, the, I'm guessing he thought it was an instant championship, and that's why he, it backfired on him. But I mean, they both from LA. He wanted to go play with his homie. And then he determined his homie was a ball. What I think Russ needs to do is go to Charlotte, go average 25, 10, and 10, fight for the eighth seed for the rest of your career, cash a check. <laughs> Dang! No, I, I love Russ. but no, tough crowd. <laughs> but if, if it's not going to work out with Harden, who else is it going to work out with? And this is mm. not like a, this is I'm not bashing that. It's just if you can't win with Harden in a Western Conference year where the Warriors are not in it, what's left for you to do? He's already played in the finals, already won gold medals, already has MVPs. Go out, get triple doubles, fight for the eighth seed, sell tickets in Charlotte, be Team Jordan all the way. Go do you, end your career your way. Don't let them do you like Melo. You'll still be in the league. You'll still be doing 25, 10, and 10. It might be in a small market, but Russ excels in a small in a small market. So, And I mean, Charlotte's a lot bigger than OKC. So yeah. It's kind of going to a mid-level market. You're going from small to big to mid. Yeah, and is Houston considered big? Though. It is the Bible Belt, though. Is they move a little different there? You gotta. You gotta Charlotte's you gotta, the Bible Belt. I mean, all of that's kind of in the same area, ain't it? No, Charlotte is know, right up Charlotte, North Carolina. Carolina. I mean, yeah, but still, I feel like the conservative values in in Charlotte and Charlotte is Florida Charlotte actually is. Charlotte actually is one of the most. Um, per, not prerogative. Um, is one of the most yeah, productive, progressive. progressive. He talked about how he had to watch everything he was doing because of the community and how. I mean, there's pockets, but Charlotte in its entirety is a very progressive black city. I mean, it's one of it's lead. It's a leader in independent black businesses. That's good. That's good. I'm good. I'm glad. I'm just. I'm just saying. Like, I'm. I don't. I. I would be a, a, a yearning to go to Charlotte from Houston. I'm sorry. I'm staying in Houston if I can. But Chris, how you feel about this? And then let's get ready to get out of here. Two options. Either he goes to New York or Charlotte. I personally think he should end up in Charlotte. A lot better organization-wise regarding management. And just, hey, Ashley, I'm just being honest. The Knicks are a dumpster fire. Any person that goes there should just retire. It's nothing. There's nothing there, to be honest. Unless Dolan gets out of there, which doesn't seem like he wants to or will. Nothing there in in terms of what? 
management playing. I mean, Spike Lee is still there, but shoot, what's well, he gonna the, do? Spike well, Lee well, got kicked well, out. I mean, they're the front, they're front, the front office, <laughs> to be fair, the front office, a lot of the problematic pieces taking Dolan out of the equation are gone. It's a complete revival of that front office. Is Dolan is still there? The Dolan family. No, Dolan's not the owner. Dolan's not the owner. I know, I know, but he is a big piece. Okay, that's all I got to say. He's still there. Mm -hmm. I would not recommend Russ going there. I think if it has to come down to it, sure, that's going to be a tough one to swallow, but he's going to average probably 25 and 10 and just lose every game, and that's okay. I I don't think the Knicks should take him for the simple. I mean, I again, this is a complete. 180 from my original standpoint was like, get Russ, get Russ. But looking at the math of it, it doesn't make sense. His contract to take that on when a team like the Knicks is trying to rebuild. I mean, if Charlotte wants to take that on, be my guest. I, I, for my team, I don't want that problem. I think we have enough to worry about and then to be stuck into paying somebody and we can't start to rebuild the team because Russ is not going to play much longer. He's going to play, what, maybe four more years? Maybe. At least you would have a superstar and that's going to sell tickets. Not gonna, he's not going to – we don't need to sell tickets with the Knicks. We, we sold out every single game. We're good on that forefront. We don't need really? to sell any more tickets. Yeah, the Knicks – Sell out tickets yeah. every single game. That is not our issue. Trust me. The issue is winning. The Knicks, the Garden is still a place where people go after work. Business deals are done there. Tickets are always sold out. That is not the Knicks' problem. The deal with Cablevision brings in a lot of money. MSG Network brings in a lot of money. We still sell. We're still the one. I think the richest franchise in the NBA. Like we're good in when it comes to money. Yep. We yep. don't need to bring on a contract for a player who will be, and I'm saying will be gone in four years, maybe five. I'll push it to five. We don't need that kind of commitment. It's if just you, smart. If you did it with Melo, you can do it with my boy but Russell. Melo wasn't the same thing. It's, I mean, Melo was Mello, a, Mello, it, Mello, he got Melo. He was a lot younger than Russ. Melo was well, still in his prime, per se. Yeah, Melo was like, what, 26? I, w- I would say Westbrook is still in his prime, too, but those are the only two locations I see. It's either yeah. Charlotte or New York. There's really no if and or but about it. New York, they can if, trade some assets. They have the money to do it. They can trade. You have a bunch of guys they can trade. Julius Randle. I don't. I don't want to take on that kind of. A I know you don't want to, but the organization might be like, "Look, sorry, Ashley. We know you don't want these things, but ultimately, this is where we're going to go with it, and we're getting Russ. You're going to hate us, but it is what it is. Those are the only two options. It's either how Charlotte. Much, how much longer do you think Russell Westbrook can play? As long as he can, four to five years, maybe longer. I think I think longer than four to five. Contract. What do you mean? How long can he play? All you need to play is three no. years. No, <laughs> I'm saying at a Russ level. I'm saying how much long at a Russ level, not yeah. a, towards the end. But how much longer do you think he can hopefully, actually play? Because he's not in his prime anymore. Hopefully, all three years of his contract, and then goodbye. I was gonna say. <laughs> what are you I was gonna say <laughs> play good for your contract and then leave, bro. What do you mean? Okay. So that's three years. There it is. Three years. Thirty so thirty-five. Trade for that man, and then when he and then we thirty-five. Goodbye. That's easy. They can. Or, the Knicks can definitely do that. Or you totally. can resign on a sweetheart deal. We'll give you a hundred million. We give you a hundred million for like oh, five years. We'll you know how mad deal. Ashley would be if that happened. I would be, be sick. Mad. I would hang. I would. I would. Y'all would make playoffs three years in a row. You wouldn't be mad. Stop lying. With what? With what supporting cast? We wouldn't have any money left. I disagree with that. Not if you trade Julius Randle. And that's I'm yeah. Gonna, that was one. So Julius Randle, Frank. Of San, you can get rid. Of, I'm sorry. So you can get. Rid I think of, if you you're get rid of salary. I think if you're trading also, to get Russ. What Russ did with OKC, they had nothing, and they and, and they and they was like the six seven seed. You telling me he can't get to the tenth seed in the East and and, and get to a playing game? Come on. 
I think if you're, if you're trading for Russ just to clear salary to get away from Randall, I think you're working backwards. Essentially. Thank you. Well, like I, I said, two that. teams. That's I it. With that. I disagree with that. I disagree with that. But I also love Julius Randall, so it is what it is. Yeah, you're tripping, bro. That's the Laker. That's a I Laker. forget that Julius Randall's like, what, 25 years old? I feel like he should be 30. Like, he, he just Bobby ages so slow. also expiring this year. Honestly, if, I, if, I, if the Timberwolves want, I'll trade them Bobby Portis, Taj Gibson, and 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 their pick for us, and then I get them a 2023 second round and a 2024 first round for us. That That's works. Decent for me. That's decent as hell for me. That still keeps the Houston Rockets. They finally get some size that they need. Bobby Portis is a guy that's on a one-year deal. His contract expires at the end of the season. I mean, if I'm if I'm them, I think there are deals to be made and deals to be had. I think we see Russell Westbrook get moved um, on NBA Draft. But this has been the Hoops and Brews NBA Draft special. As always, it's your boy TPJ. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, at RealTPJ. That's R-E-E-L-T-P-J. It's a film joke. If you don't get it, you damn dummy. And as always, I appreciate everybody for coming through, talking, yelling, screaming, arguing. That's what we do. If you don't know, this Hoops and Brews. We drink beer. And we talked basketball today. I had a, a mango cart um, uh, wheat ale. If you're over the age of 21 and you don't know what this is, get into it. And if you're not and you're under the age of 21 or 18 in Canada, you better not be fucking drinking. Don't do it. It's wrong. You can crash a car. You could die. You're supposed to be in the house because of quarantine. So you better not be drinking and driving. Anyways, thank you. Um, as always, fans, this show usually co-stars rap extraordinaire. But today we had three other co-stars. So first off, I'm going to go ahead and shout out to Mr. King Watch LA himself, even though he's just a Laker fan, not a LeBron fan. Daniel Bells, talk to the people. Let them know where they can find you at. Uh, make sure you guys are following King Watch LA on Twitter. Um, the draft won't be that exciting for Laker fans tomorrow night. We don't have a pick. We'll probably buy some picks in the second round, but expect major moves on Friday, Saturday, and I'll be keeping you guys updated on that. And yeah, let's go ahead and pass it to Chris. All righty, thank. Oh, I'm sorry, I was about to call you Daniel. All right, Daniel. <laughs> thank you. All right, all right, Daniel. All right, Daniel. Thanks, right. man. I appreciate you. All right. Good night. All right, Chris Kidd, how you doing, man? Go ahead, talk to the people. Let them know where they can find you at. Thank you for coming through. I'm sorry, Christopher Kidd. I forgot. (laughs) forgot. Boundaries, boundaries. It's all good, man. It's all good. You can follow me on Twitter at CKIDD206 and Seahawks Man to Man Podcast. Inside look at the Seattle Seahawks. I want to come on Seahawks Man to Man Podcast and tell you to shut up on your show, by the way. I'm coming on one of your shows. (laughs) And I'll be like, Chris, Chris, Ashley, you too. I'm going to come on one of your shows. Ashley, no, no. Ashley, stop talking. Stop talking, Ashley. Let your guests talk, Ashley. I'm going to come on y'all's show, and I'm going to do that, and I'm going to ask y'all how it feels. It feels good because we're not wrong. You've been talking crazy. y'all was wrong because y'all wasn't listening to me, and then y'all asked me to re-explain what I said earlier. You're still wrong, but carry on. You're still wrong, but... Whatever. Go ahead. Y- y'all can find me on Twitter. Like I said, CKIDD206 for Seahawks news. And like I said, the NBA stuff is going crazy. So I'm going to be doing my best to keep up with that. I'll pass it to Ash. All righty. Miss <laughs> uh, Ashley Nicole, go ahead. Talk to Bless up, everybody. You guys can follow me at Ash Nicole Moss on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I'm going to do my best to keep up with all the trades, specifically New York and Miami situations going on tomorrow. And of course, throughout all of free agency up until the season, there's going to be a lot to get into. And guys, please, if I'm their reports, their rumors, they're not factually supposed to always happen. So just remember that, you know, that, that's all. And I'm all sorry right. for my typo earlier. My bad. Just yeah, typing quick. I just want to say, I know we always be beefing on this show and me and Ashley always be arguing with each other. But as y'all saw on Twitter, 
Don't be out there talking shit about Ashley Nicole, because if I see you talking that shit on Twitter, I'm going to come and I'm going to find you on Twitter and I'm going to talk shit back to you. And it ain't going to be pretty because ain't none of y'all got more jokes than I do. I'm from the south side of Chicago. So y'all better start showing Ashley Nicole some old motherfucking respect on the internet. If you listen to this, respect her. She should respect her like you respect me, Pappy, Chris, and Daniel. And don't pull none of that bullshit because I will pull your car, G. And you ain't that goddamn tough. Ain't none of y'all real gangsters. I know all the real gangsters. And they ain't on the internet talking about women. They actually doing some shit and actually making some shit happen. So remember that, like I said, because I be watching y'all. When I saw that shit today, when one of y'all was uh, underneath watching, then you want to say, come on the show. Hell no, you can't come on this show. Me and Ashley might argue and we might have tough discourse, but we still have respect for each other. And if you all aren't going to respect her, we don't have no respect for y'all. So get in tune with it or get lost, period. That's how and tell them to stop calling me mid. Like, how old are y'all? I don't even know. Like, when did I that mean, become I a mean, thing? I mean, you're also not mid, G. That's like... That's when did that, is that like a Gen Z term? Like, I've never... No, is it, it, I mean, it's oh. anybody who ever didn't hit the mid. They know what it is. When you hit the yeah. mid, you know what's mid. You know what I mean? When you hit the mid, and you hit all forms of mid, you know what's mid. Stop calling her mid. Leave her alone. Or y'all will be seeing me replying to y'all. And I know a lot of y'all losers randomly live in Florida. Um, stop. <laughs> leave her alone, G. Because if you saw her in person, you would be like, can I take a picture with you? Be nice. But anyways, it's been Hoops and Brews. Thank you, Ashley. I appreciate you. Until next time. As always, fans, it's been your boy TPJ. I appreciate you guys. Once again, thank you um, to our guests for coming through. As always, this show is hosted by myself as well as Pappy. And until next time, we will get up with you all. I appreciate you. Thank you all for watching Hoops and Brews. Also, make sure you go. You subscribe right now. Patreon.com slash H&B. Go help us out. Do that. Subscribe. Make that happen. Um, get in tune. The podcast go up immediately on Patreon. And then afterwards, they go up on SoundCloud. So make sure you tap in. Go ahead. Get into it with that Patreon.com slash H&B. And until next time, I will get up with you all later. This has been Hoops and Brews. Your boy, TPJ. And I will get up with you later. Peace out. Fresh like I just got a contract Fresh like I just got a max Roll up that's we ballin' to the max Fresh like I got a contract Moving through the city we be going Yeah yeah